You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast app you found us on, and of course... Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, we are Tuesday nights. We're your friends. Friends. We're your NXT friends. Friends. And uh, we record this podcast Tuesday nights after we watch NXT. We hang out in the Twitch chat and we record the show and uh, we do the same thing Wednesday nights for BD Elite. Every Tuesday, every Wednesday, we sit here in the BDE. Right. We talk a little bit about ourselves. We talk a little bit about the world. Yeah. We plug the shit out of our Patreon. Yeah. And then we talk about NXT and AEW. And it's glorious. And we do it each and every week. Yeah. NXT, AEW, all the stuff uh, you want to hear, we'll talk about it. We'll be in your ear. We'll be your friends that don't like wrestling. Like, the ones that don't like it, we'll, we'll be your friends that do like wrestling. We'll be friends that do like wrestling. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. talk to us about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love when people are like, oh, listening to you is like... Listening to a conversation with friends. That's right. You're our friend. Yeah. Don't ever forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you know why? Up next is a safe space. It we're is. All, we're it inclusive. Is Too many people getting triggered out there, but right here, this is a, <laughs> a safe space. This Urban Mike can dance with whoever he wants here. It's, it's a safe space. I didn't know who he was until about five well, minutes into the show. Well, got five yeah. times during the show. <laughs> Sorry, I watch fake sports. I, all the drama and things about being canceled, I focus on that. But when a guy is like, "Oh, well, he's done," I was, the way the way I, they treated, it, I was like, "Oh, this guy must." Have God done forbid some- you get a dance for someone. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not really sure who he is. He's a football guy. Somewhere. He's the coach for Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, so Tony's right. team. 
Oh, oh, wait for the acclaimed. Yeah, to, so to no wonder why NXT were loving it. Yeah, that's funny. But it's pretty funny. But controversy creates cash. Mm. So those Jaguars, they're going to start having, like, I don't know, d- dance-themed thing. I don't even know. Mm. What is he? He's the coach? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was the one in, he, he made an appearance in Stadium Stampede. You know, in Jericho oh, and right. MJF were that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. I do. So I do know this guy. You do, yeah. Wow. Big fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, we hope you're, you're happy wherever you may be listening to us talk about some NXT 2.0. It's a big night because not only are they still introducing some new gimmicks, we'll get into them, but they're pushing the gimmicks that they've come out with and they, uh, well, they, they're promoting a Halloween Havoc. Promoting Halloween Havoc, and also, I would say, um, this felt to me the first time that they've, in a long time, that they're really addressing main roster stuff a lot. We've seen it, like Beth bringing up Edge uh, the last few weeks, but with the draft just happening, uh, poor one out, Austin Theory, Ah. Zia Lee, Ah. Hit Row, Ah. Ridge Holland, Ah. Aaliyah. So Aaliyah and Zaya are on, or on the same. SmackDown, yeah. Zaya-Leah. Zaya-Leah. It can still happen, guys. It can wow. still happen. But yeah, I felt there was a lot more. Uh, I I'd actually watched Raw last night, and I felt the promotion for tonight's NXT was heavier than usual. And then uh, on tonight's show, like referencing Raw and SmackDown quite a bit with the draft that's just happened. And obviously it looks like Ridge and Hit Row are going to, stay around for a couple of weeks to kind of finish off their, their feuds, their stories. Right. But, um, yeah, you, I, we kind of asked last week who, who we think is going to move up. You kind of called Ridge and Hit Row, I believe. I, listen, <laughs> I'm the Nostradamus when yeah. it comes to this shit. Yeah. Sting, he's coming back. <laughs> I thought it would just be the people we've, uh, we've kind of seen disappear. But yeah, uh, uh Ridge yeah. and Hit Row, slight su- surprise to me. It makes it makes sense for Hit Row. They're a hot act. I do think like, oh, we didn't see too much of them actually wrestle outside of Swerve because Swerve goes back a long ways mm. on the independent scene and everything. Like he was a cool wrestler for the the hardcore fans before all this. So it's like he's definitely the the leader and the king when it comes to this crew. But I, I'm I'm like, okay, I want to see I want to see uh CJ Francis or sorry, uh, uh AJ, AJ Francis. AJ Francis. Uh, Top Dalla. I want to see him like like prove all these people uh like wrong essentially cuz people are like, "Oh, he's green." Well, he's like, "Yeah, I'm green. I'm money." Like, what do you want? Yeah, I mean, I think he's someone that in the the matches we have seen him have, I think yeah, he's clearly green, but he's He's done a good job at kind of accentuating strengths and hiding weaknesses. Right. And if he can stay in the the kind of tag with um, uh, Ashanti, yeah, yeah, uh, I th- I think he could he could be fine uh, up there. I'd say he's he's impressed me more than like Babatunde and Omas have on For the main sure. roster. So I kind of think him with uh, like his promo skills as well, and just being in a hot act, he'll be fine. It's kind of Bfab. I worry because i think it's been clear the last couple of matches that she is someone who needs a bit more seasoning um unlike ring work where being kind of in that mix and lost in the women's division i can't see having as much of a chance to improve maybe yeah that's true but swerve obviously more than ready and i'm interested i i feel a shame we never had like swerve in like a top NXT Championship sort of takeover 
match. Yep. We're not going to get that now. And who knows if we're going to have arena takeovers again or anytime soon. Uh, I think it's a shame we didn't get that because I think Swerve was just hitting his stride in NXT and it would have been nice to have seen a main event run. Like a Champa match or something like that would have been pretty cool. 100%. We, we talked about it for a while when he was just kind of chilling mm. in, in NXT for quite a while when he was definitely like doing some real hot stuff outside of WWE. Um, he kept popping up in a bunch of other, we were doing issue, reviews of some indie stuff and, uh, the wrestlers. Lucha Underground. Yeah, Lucha Underground. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he kind of proved himself way before NXT. And oh, then yeah. He kind of got watered down and then they referenced that in this Hit Row run. And yeah. then now I think what they've been doing the past little while with Hit Row before this NXT 2.0 change will work 100% on a SmackDown. I think I, I think s- so. even said it when they did their, their cipher. Mm. That first time, I was like, oh, this should be what wrestling is right now. Like, this should be a hot act. And I guess someone else thought the same, and we'll probably see them go pretty far. I know the the whole thing with WWE going forward is bigger guys. Mm. He's not necessarily a bigger guy, but I still think Swerve is, is definitely money. It's definitely a hot act that they can... And also, like... They can't mess it up, right? They can't. I know. They can't, right? (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna put you're gonna put a hot like uh, a modern take like how many know? times have we said this though yeah, yeah. of course that's but like I'm... you you look at it they're on SmackDown and you go you could do like the Bloodline with these guys like I think yeah. Hit Row is a top top act and uh, like the promos between like Heyman Roman and yeah. Swerve and Ashanti and doing the ciphers the Usos being involved with that I think. That sounds money to me. Yeah. Get Wale in there. Did you say yeah? yeah. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know. I know. We thought we'd be getting Legado del Fantasma versus Hit Row in some sort of NXT War Games Mm. because they've been doing that every time around Survivor Series. I think they should do War Games Bloodline versus the New Day. Yeah. In WWE, like I know they do Survivor Series and stuff, but what 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 would even make sense for a War Games now here in NXT? What would make sense for a Takeover? Here, for a takeover, um, I think you've got uh, Kyle and Pete are still going at it. I think we'll probably see Kyle Champa, maybe. I mean, who knows? Ron, yeah. uh, Ron Breaker could be winning this thing. I wouldn't put it past them. Right. Um, I do think I I do think you're capable of putting together a takeover card with the people you've got there. You've you've got Grimes, you've got Johnny, you've got Pete, you've got Champa, you've got msk imperium the women's division pretty strong still i i think you've got enough people there it's just these last three weeks obviously we're focusing on a lot of new guys as well yeah yeah it it feels weird i didn't i didn't really watch i i I didn't watch uh, any of this draft but i noticed Mm. that they were calling some of the people up and it's always your i want to see these people like this is their dreams to to succeed and stuff but yeah as just a fan uh, i'm someone who's given up on this show it's like the t- time ago mm. so it's like it's like when you watch a tv show like a ser- series and you stuck by for like mm. i don't know four seasons five seasons and then you, it's starting to hurt and then you go all right like i'm done and then like you see an advertisement a year later and they're like yeah guest starring though is this such and such or now they're they're doing a swerve in the story, and you're like, you know what that does sound pretty good it makes me, I, so should I, I tune in should i do yeah. it and then i tune in and I go, why did I tune? Why did I do this? Why did I tune then in? Then I find sometimes I'm watching it and something good actually happens, mm. and I start questioning myself. I'm right. like, was that was okay, right? Yeah. That last bit, but you've you've got so little faith in the 
in the main roster these yeah. days. I do think it seems the last couple of weeks that they are sort of making a bit more of an effort. Um, and it does seem like they're doing, have, giving a bit of a push. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I, I want to be invested again. Uh, in the no- main roster. Knocked out films in the, in the Twitch chat right now is saying, Oh, that's how I felt about Walking Dead. That's how I was imagining it in my head. We, we talked about that. this on, yeah, uh, was next, which is coming out later this week. Uh, yeah. All uh, about. Yeah. Uh, Fallen out of Walking Dead. Yeah. It feels WWE is something I've fallen out of, right? So maybe I love my good thriller series or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And I finally, finally, after so long, I gave up on it and I was like, ah, you know what? Like, I'll move on. Mm. But then, hey, I see TNT's got this new series that comes out and I go, well, you know what? That might be up my alley more. Mm. And now I watch that show. Um, but there, there, there's still some things that I, it's, it's WWE. It's wrestling. Like, yeah. you know what you're getting into. Yeah. It's this more entertainment product. You can, uh, watch NXT UK because they'll be having people in the crowds again soon, maybe, mm. hopefully. So there's so much I different just, stuff. I just find it funny with, with WWE, um, and just the whole like mentality behind it all. Every single documentary that WWE themselves produce, like Monday Night Wars, all of that stuff. What's the story they always say? Oh, well, WWE was starting to focus on occupations and became way too cartoonish, whereas WCW thought, let's make it a bit more real, give them their real names, have it give a sense of reality to it. And that's when they had their, was it 82 weeks of winning the ratings? Every single WWE-produced documentary acknowledges that the time when they were focusing on occupations and bodies wasn't working right yet what is their mo right now is focus on occupations and bodies we found a poker player today in we NXT. get a poker player <laughs> the, the 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 cons we got we got more silly gimmicks like a poker player the pros tony d'angelo <laughs> and we'll talk about it but if you want to hear us talk about more stuff yes was next is a show we have coming out this week we're going to be looking at the june 5th 2013 edition of nxt the it's a new month it's october 5th now's a good time five bucks for north american tier patreon.com we we got a bunch of spooky season stuff coming mm. up we got a halloween havoc we're going to be doing wcw we're going to do a best match ever casket match oh yeah yeah that's right that's coming up for spooky season but this week we're not quite jumping in because something else is finally happening this week. I don't know if anyone's ever heard yet, but apparently there is time to die. There's time to die. We started a little project on our Patreon like 18 months ago. Eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> where we were going to go in order of the Daniel Craig Bond films. Right. And we timed it perfectly so we'd do Spectre and then No Time to Die would come out. And then... Someone ate a bat yeah. <laughs> and the world went to shit and this film kept on being pushed back. So with No Time to Die coming out this week on the 8th, we're going to release on the 7th our review of Spectre. And hey, look, that is kind of spooky. Spectre. Spectre. What does it mean? Like ghost? Ghost, yeah. Yeah. So 2015 Bond film Spectre. Is Batista in it? Batista's in it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so you want to hear uh, the BDE chat about Bond. That's coming out this weekend as well. So a retro NXT review. We're talking about Big E prepping for his title defense against Bo Dallas. Uh, Colin Cassidy shows up. Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Feud, Cassius Ono, Corey Graves. There's a lot going on. Rusev's there. 
Yep. The women's title tournament, everything's popping off in NXT. So those are two shows coming out this week. But go check up on the socials and everything because so many shows. Well, you brought up Tony D'Angelo. Don't forget, you uh, talked about another Tony hey, this week. Oh, hey, yeah. Well, if you want more free shows on this very feed, if you scroll a few shows prior, me and John Ceno, uh from Shot in the Dark, which is also on this free feed, um, we did a movie review of The Many Saints of Newark, the new Sopranos HBO prequel thing. There's a lot of mixed reactions for this movie. Mm. So if you want to hear our reactions and us go through the whole thing, we talk about popular and our favorite uh, moments from like the show. We talk a lot about the show, to be honest. So if you're a Sopranos guy, go check out that show with me and Sino because I learned a lot. I learned about slang. I learned about food. I learned every... I'm pretty much Italian. You are, you're now. Italian now? Yeah, especially after watching Tony D'Angelo come out tonight. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I know he watched the movie. He should be in the... the, the, the I think they're going to do like a sequel or something. I don't know. There's some mixed reactions. Okay. But, but go check it out. I haven't seen it yet. I yeah. do intend to. I like the... I love the series. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it. But yeah, I definitely want to watch that. Yeah. Get- Speaking of Sino as well yeah uh turning heels is on this free uh, feed as well uh be detroit and john Cena talking all about the latest episode of heels and Cena will also have shot in the dark coming out tomorrow on this feed covering you all the wrestling you may have missed in the last week yeah so all these free shows on here on this very feed hit that subscribe follow give us a nice review whatever podcast app apple podcast people give us a nice review if you like these free shows but yes Patreon.com, only five bucks, North American tier. So many shows, all these scary movies. We're going to be doing The Exorcist mm. as well. I think there's a tie-in with Chucky. We keep seeing advertisements tonight. Uh, maybe we got to do a little bit of um, some child's play in uh, there as well. Absolutely. And I think with uh, Dynamite kind of moving around a little bit this uh, this month, we're going to have a couple of Wednesday nights free. So I, I'm thinking maybe let's see if we can try and all together escape The Undertaker Ooh. with a bit of a watch-along. Yeah, when's the, when's the AEW move? Uh, it's 16th and 23rd, I think. Okay, so the 16th, maybe we'll do some sort of watch along and, and do that new BD. Sorry, BD. So it's one of those, it's like, uh, was it Bandersnatch? Was that the name? The, yeah. the Black Mirror yeah, episode yeah, 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 where yeah. you kind of choose the path. Right. It's interactive. So it could be fun to all play Sorry, together. so it's the New Day? It's New Day trying to run away from Undertaker or something. Right. Is he in his gear? Well, Undertaker, or is he like it is? It's the same day. Blue he Lives did the Matter, cameos, shirt. Isn't yeah. It? Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Film some birthday wishes for your grandma, and then Scooby Doo. Remember that? One? That was the best. Uh, so maybe that'll happen. Uh, we'll do some other spooky stuff as well. But the schedule's all up there. Give us a shot. It's only five bucks a month. Uh, that's how we do things. And if you're a horror fan, this month is definitely the right time for you. Um, so yeah, that's what's happening for us here. Um, I guess we should get into what's going on with NXT 2.0 here tonight. Um, I purposely did not want to bring up Squid Games because I want to watch it. Okay. So I'm going to watch. I've some only tomorrow. seen the first episode, right, yeah. so I'm going to watch some more tomorrow. But okay. uh, you referenced again a lot on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I didn't I didn't get any of them, but no, it's you, you haven't understood the memes yet. I guess. No, no, I'm behind. Yeah, it's yeah. Exciting stuff. I've just been researching about Urban Meyer <laughs> <laughs> to catch up on the world and, and topical things. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll talk a little bit about that tomorrow. Um, I find it interesting. Uh, I saw someone tweet this. And I'm so sorry. I didn't write the tweet who wrote it. But um, Adam Cole opened 
an episode of NXT and Bobby Fish main evented the first episode of NXT, this being the same episode that went head to de- head to head with Dynamite the first time like that debuted. Like, when sorry, Adam Cole wrestled a match okay. on an episode of NXT that started the show and Bobby Fish was in the main event. That was the first NXT that went head to head with Dynamite. And tomorrow night on the second anniversary of Dynamite, Bobby Fish is in a match and Adam Cole yeah, is in a match. That's true. <laughs> so that was Adam Cole with Finn Balor. Was right? it? I guess I so, think yeah. So. What was the main event? I guess. Bobby Fish? Maybe it was a tag the team. Best match. tag titles? Something like that. Hmm. Yeah, just interesting. Someone will know in How the it can change oh, yeah. in a span of, of two years, but yeah. Will there be any interaction between the two tomorrow? Adam Cole's already tweeted. Some things like, oh, oh yeah, hmm, nice to see. I noticed that people are saying Bobby Fish is all elite because it's signed, yeah, because his shirt that he came out with has the AEW logo on it. These internet ah, people are smart, right? They see everything. It's like, uh, it's like one of those trailer breakdowns, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need, a, we need a YouTube video all about the, the Bobby Fish graphic, yeah. I've watched a trailer breakdown of Spider Man, uh, whatever, yeah. what's it called? Coming Far Home, from home? Co- Far From Home, yeah. No Way Home. No way, no way home. home there was homecoming, and home. then far from home was the second one, right? No way home. No way home. Right. No way, Jose. No time to die at home, <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I watched a breakdown of that, and I was like, "Yo, is Willem Dafoe showing up? I need to know." Uh, I like those videos. Yeah. They help out. You can learn anything on YouTube. They helped us when we were doing those Mandalorian reviews. <laughs> Mandalorian, I'd be like, "Who is this person? Wait, what? Did Greedo shoot first? I don't know. Hold on, I gotta watch this." The clunky. Yeah. NXT. 2.0 from October 5th, 2021. We get a video package for our tag team title match later tonight that kind of recaps what's going on with MSK, the champions and some interactions they've had with grizzled young veterans. But since last week, this match has now changed to a fatal four way tag title match. I was convinced uh, after this announcement that MSK were dropping the titles tonight. Yeah, uh, it, it kind of felt with it being such a sudden move and the the draft and everything. And I know there's free agencies as well. I th- I kind of thought maybe MSK got a last minute call up. Yeah, but that's pretty obviously well. not after the end of the show. But yeah, weird to just change change the match, getting that main roster influence, not not delivering what was promised. Right. I feel like MSK could be called up. Yeah, like they they could be a t- like I know Matt Riddle. Said he wants to hang out with them. Mm. So uh, let them do their gimmicks together yeah. with Randy. <laughs> Randy and the Rascals. Randy and the Rascals. <laughs> Randy Riddle and the Rascals. Wow. That would be pretty fun. That's great. There. I just wrote like a year's yeah. worth of TV. Yeah. All this. Randy. I think Randy's a fan of the smoke. Oh, too. he is. Yeah. Yeah. I think, he, I think so. Yeah. I think that's why him and Riddle are getting along. <laughs> yeah. One of them's sativa. One of them's hybrid. Mm. Yeah. I, I would I would like that. They didn't do Johnny and the Rascals. They didn't deliver on that. So we need Randy and the Rascals. Randy and the Rascals. Randy Riddle and the Rascals. It will be the greatest faction in wrestling. Yeah. Say that 10 times fast. Well, we start off, though, with a match. And out comes Toxic Attraction, meaning Brunette Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. But Mandy's going one-on-one against Ember Moon. Uh, and I've heard correctly, Shotzi and Tegan are no longer... They're split. One's on Raw, one's on SmackDown. Right. So so that, that lasted long. Because <laughs> Ember was with Shotzi. 
yeah. here. And they were pretty good together. Uh, but it's it seemed like Ember was just taking Shotzi's gimmick, and then it seemed like Tegan was just taking Shotzi's gimmick. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. And with Halloween Havoc, like, announced, spoiler, but, like, do we get Shotzi to come back just to host it again? I'd like that. Yeah. Please? Yeah. yeah. Um, who, who'd be a good host instead? Well, it can't be Dexter again. Um, He's... Can it be the poker player? <laughs> <laughs> poker stars, Duke? It'll be Lash, La- Lash LaRue. Sorry, Lash Legend. Yeah, I guess. Who, no, one's spook- no one's spooky. Joe Gacy. Jo- Joe Gacy will be eventually. But. Yeah, no one's spooky. Uh, wow, look at us asking for spooky people. Oh, Mei Ying. <laughs> Mei Ying can host. Mei Ying and Boa we'll are host. hosting Halloween Havoc. Yeah. There you go. They're yeah. spooky. Mandy Rose versus Ember Moon. We get Mandy beating down on Ember. They go to the outside, and Ember kind of scares off the the two uh, side friends here. And then power bombs Mandy onto the apron with a apron bomb here. Uh, and then shoves Toxic Attraction away back in the ring. Mandy slams her down and then puts these like leg locks around her and these submission moves. Then turns it into a standing abdominal stretch. But Ember comes back, hits the flying code breaker off the top rope. And then this crazy rolling elbow that definitely connected with oh, Mandy. Oh, yeah. Been watching the G1. Just yeah. Just forearms right to the jaw. Whew. Mandy looked like her eyes were watering after yeah. receiving this shot to the face. Uh, but Ember goes up for the Eclipse. And Mandy gets out of it, runs at her with this crazy running, what is it, the Rose Trigger? Yeah. The running knee strike, and it is over. Mandy Rose pins Ember Moon, and the story is Ember Moon needs to find herself. Yeah, she had that promo, was it last week, where she was saying, like, she needs a bit of an attitude change or something. She seemed just like Ember Moon here, but... Obviously, they're playing into that more, and we're gonna. I I hope see a kind of change of character with her, because I don't really know where where to go with Ember Moon. She's she's been lost for a few years. I feel now, like the tag run was good, but like as soon as that was over, she she does get lost in the shuffle very easily. Um, I th- I thought the match was all right. I think Mandy uh, continues to impress and show improvement. Um, I don't feel she seems out of place in this title picture role. Um, and I think that knee does look pretty good. Um, and Ember, as always, is is pretty great. Um, the code breaker I really liked, especially. But yeah, it was all right. Mandy looks like definite star, ob- yeah. obviously. And Brunette, this whole change or whatever, like, yeah. Something still screams like, yeah, needs work. And something doesn't seem quite like fully clicking, but... There's a bit of... I found there was a little bit of clunkiness, maybe not the, like, smoothness in between each kind of move and mm. stuff between the two, but um, I definitely think she's she's improved a lot and does feel like a star here. Well, they're, they're the attraction, as we'll learn a little bit more later on tonight. But yeah, poor Ember mm. losing to Mandy here. We get a video for Santos and Legado del Fantasma, and uh, it's like them walking in this hallway with these lights and stuff at nighttime in their suits. And Hit Row, SmackDown saved your asses. You're just a bunch of wannabe thugs, and your deadliest weapons are your words. So we'll show you. Uh, Electra Lopez says that she shut the trap of BFAB, and uh, you got to go run away to SmackDown now. So Santos challenges Swerve, saying, prove to me... And to your crew that you're a man and face me. So what kind of man are you? So Santos wants that title. I actually really liked the way this was shot. I thought it 
made them look pretty cool. And I liked all four of them having their own say here. I think uh, Mendoza was talking Spanish uh, with subtitles, but I liked everyone getting in their thing. And it kind of does feel whenever we see Hit Row talk, it's normally all four of them have something to say. And I kind of like it being mirrored with these guys now where it's not just Santos talking, but you've got the rest uh, doing their bit as well. Uh, yeah, I thought they looked look good. And like, yeah, I mean, you could say, yeah, you ran away. Yeah. Like you're leaving and you have that title. So what the hell? Defend it, essentially. And it's the match we all want to see anyways. We go to our next match, though. Some would say this is the match we all want to see. L.A. Knight versus Odyssey Jones one-on-one. So these two got in a little bit of an argument. L.A. Knight keeps getting beat by all these new kids. And uh, Odyssey Jones seems to have some issues with, is it, sorry, Andre? On, did somebody <laughs> say Andre Chase? Yeah. Odyssey Jones changes gear. So he's in all black sling- singlet now. It looks good. It looked better. Yeah. yeah None look, of the colors. Yeah. Um, he's throwing LA Knight around here. The poor million dollar megastar. He throws him into the turnbuckle. He goes to do it again, but gets like... He misses and goes into the turnbuckle on the other end. And this is when L.A. Knight takes advantage. There's knee drops. There's a standing elbow drop. He goes to try to pick him up to body slam Jones. But Jones is a lot bigger than him and just falls down on him. To be fair, he got him up for a a little bit. But he falls over him. Jones picks him up again, hits him with this gut buster. But this is when, did somebody say... Andre Chase, because he interferes here on the apron, a distraction, allowing LA Knight to hit this jumping pop-up neckbreaker onto Jones. And Jones' foot is so happily placed under the ropes, but Chase just pushes it back in the ring. The ref doesn't see, counts the three, and LA Knight beats Odyssey Jones. Uh, yeah, it was, it was all right. Didn't, didn't do a whole lot for me. Um, I I like the, I guess, the feud we're getting between Odyssey Jones and Andre Chase. I think uh, of the people being kind of featured, these are two I may be a little bit more interested in. Andre Chase I go back and forth with. I just I just think he's funny, I guess. Yeah. There, there, yeah. There's yeah. a, I, I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure or what. There's something I'm like interested about this guy. Right, yeah, yeah. Where I can't say I was thinking about that when he first showed up. Yeah. He's done something like he's made it a comedy yeah. thing, but um, yeah, this was fine. It's gonna lead to this match where Jones kills him. I, so, I assume so. Yeah, uh, it didn't really move a needle for me either. Me yeah, <laughs> don't have a whole lot to say about this one. Did some, anyways. Next segment, we go to Cameron Grimes backstage. He's looking happy. He's looking smiley. He's talking about uh, love is in the air, apparently, in NXT 2.0. We got a wedding recently. We see Trey Baxter and Cora Jade making out backstage. And I'm, I'm, I'm jealous, says Cameron Grimes. He says, Cameron Grimes is now officially on the search to find a lucky lady. And out, out walks to interrupt him, Pete Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> not quite what he's looking yeah, for. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. Uh, it looks a little mean. <laughs> Pete is with Ridge, and Pete says, hey, I heard, he, he, it's almost like, hey, is someone looking for a lady? Well, I'm the baddest man. <laughs> yeah. yeah it <laughs> so I was just looking for love. I didn't say yeah. I was bad at all. I'm the baddest man. He has to remind him here. And Cameron Grimes is kind of big-shotting him here. He's like, 
like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to you and like looking away off camera because you can hear someone's talking. Mm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool. Whatever you have to say because they have a match later. And Cameron Grimes goes to try to uh, like chop. Is it Mackenzie Mitchell? I don't know who it was. No, it was just two random girls backstage. Girls backstage. They shouldn't have been talking during the segment. This is true. But Grimes, he's, he's interested. Yeah. He's going to find his... And then one of them started to fob him off, but we just cut away. (laughs) I thought it was our TV. No, it just just cut away. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, So Cameron Grimes is going to... He's looking for love. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy was... uh, He was Cameron Grimes with the hat. And then he was Cameron Grimes with... With the money. With the zombie... Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was Cameron Grimes with the money. Then he was Cameron Grimes with the money man. Now he's Cameron Grimes with the ladies. Looking for love. Yeah. We going to have him on Tinder and and all of that? Yeah, I mean. Is that going to be a thing for him? That would be pretty great. Yeah? Yeah, he, he goes on dates. Some people set him up. We're going to start seeing dates. him date random people from the PC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Set him up. Like, they should be an app. They should create an who app. Who would you set up with Cora J? Uh, sorry. With, Cora J? No. Uh, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Who would you set up, match make him up with? Yeah. Hmm. That's tough. Could who, be a good match. Who do we have Grimes. over there? Lash Legend. Lash Legend and yeah. Cameron Grimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he could like Although finance she's, her to be like she, a Yeah, she seems a little tied up maybe with someone else in her romantic endeavors. Maybe we'll get to oh, later. Oh, true, but, yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes. Who would who would you? I don't know who, who he would go with right now. Who likes money? Oh, Frankie Monet. Frankie Monet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. But she's going to like, he's like better. gold dig he's better him. Yeah, that. but she's going to gold dig. Like she's going to no, like. We, we want love for Cameron. Yeah, but he's got to get his heart broken first. <laughs> okay. So Long, first Frankie. Long term story. Over, and who's going to pick up the pieces? Yeah. Jesse. Jesse Kamea? Yeah. In a, like a baby face turn? Uh, maybe not. I don't know if Swerve will be happy about that. No, definitely not. Um, Cameron Grimes can date, uh, who, who is the girl that Frankie Monet murdered earlier who didn't get a match? Uh, he can be with her. Got murdered earlier. Yeah, there was some, some jobber in the ring. You're right. Hey, don't say that word on this show. Well, we you... didn't get a name, did we? <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> uh, yeah, at Up Next Podcast, who do you want to see Cameron Grimes uh, go for love with? I want to see him with like, someone who doesn't fit who you think. Like, Do they have any like seven-foot... like? Persia. Persia, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. That Because then you'd have the double dates of Dexter and Indy with Persia right. and Grimes. Yeah, fun. yeah. And they have history, obviously, with the zombies and yeah. stuff. And, and she likes money. Yeah. Right, so. Yeah, she's tall. Well. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. 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 It's all coming together. And, like, it'll be, he's got the money to keep on, like, flying back to Australia to see her family and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. So Grimes looking for love. He's going to date. But why? <laughs> uh, I do think he's good at comedy. But. Chris Leone is suggesting, what about the jacked girl in Diamond Mine? 100%. Yeah. 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 He needs to be like, like he's got to be whipped. Oh, I, I think that would be, I think that could work. Yeah, yeah. And, and then she tries to bring him into the Diamond Mine and, and he's just not cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> but he buys her diamonds. Yeah. Because she likes diamonds, and they're a girl's best friend. Isn't that what they say? I I matched with the girl, oh. and I was like, hi, how are you doing? And her first line was, how much do you lift? <laughs> so I was like, I, I'll see myself out. <laughs> I don't know. How much do you weigh? 
That's what you should have replied. Yeah, I want to see Grimes on Tinder and Bumble and Hitch, Banter, yeah. whatever apps. We know he's good at these, like, uh, these, like, film segments. So yeah. I, I think they could have some fun with this. Uh, well, Grimes is wrestling later. We see Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly backstage. And Kyle's like, hey, man, look, I don't know why you keep having my back. You keep coming out and helping me. And I hate those guys. But I just, I don't trust anybody. And no offense, but let me handle my business. Stay out of my way. Damn, Kyle. Yeah. Um, cool Kyle is cold. Well, okay. I, I've talked to you about this. Um, one of my jobs, which I recently left, there were a bunch of new people that started working there. Right. And a few of them would talk to me as if it's my first day on the job. Right. And they'd be like five, six years younger than me and be like, hey, buddy, how's your shift going? And I'd be like, why the fuck are you talking to me like that? I've been here like a year and a half. I've been here longer than you. And that's what I, so I, I understand why Kyle is maybe a little like, huh? Cause this guy's like, I like you, Kyle. You've got a lot of heart. Fuck off. Sorry. I've been in NXT for years. Yeah. I'm a multi-time tag team champion. I've had match of the year contenders. Who are you? Why are you telling me I've got a lot of heart and fuck off? Stop saving me. Like, I appreciate it, but like, you know, respect your, your vets. Yeah, true. You know? I, I thought it was weird with him basically like, get out of, stay out of my way, leave me alone. Cause Kyle's usually a nice guy, but clearly he's got trust issues. Well, Kyle, yeah, Kyle wanted to go his own way after Undisputed Era, right. didn't he? And I, I'd just be a bit embarrassed if some like new kid is like coming helping me out all the time. Yeah. Like I'd appreciate not being beaten up, but also Kyle wants to be the champion and has been close to being the champion here. Who the hell is this guy? Close ain't cutting it. Von Wagner's gonna slide in, steal that spot. Mm. Yeah, I find it weird that like this this is the way you for- literally you could just be like, Hey, I got your back. Yeah. Okay, cool. Look. I got burned before. I got trust issues, but thanks. Yeah. That helps literally both of them. But mm. this one, Kyle's not likable at all. No. And Kyle's Kyle. We all like Kyle, but like, what? Yeah. This is making us not like him. It's almost like this weird, You, they should be friends. But like, I, I don't know. Yeah, there should have been some history between these two. Or Nothing. Really weird. Or like, Kyle's been, just throw at, like, Kyle's been helping him train in the pc all this time so he's like i look up to you like i want to help you out you know yeah but it it seems like wagner's playing big brother here and i don't like that for kyle because he's one of your like old guards here yeah yeah i don't know where do we go with with kyle like is he still gonna we we keep saying oh we were he's gonna have that title run we're gonna go for the title run we wanted a finn balor rematch yeah We, we were talking crazy Time ago. Kyle Brombreaker for the title, I guess. Book it. <laughs> well, speaking of, we go to our next segment. It's Champa, the NXT champion. He comes down to the ring and he says, right away, just so everyone knows, October 26th, Tuesday night, NXT Halloween Havoc returns. Woo. Yeah. He, he says, I need an opponent. So I'm wondering if there's anyone out there that... That has the 
balls. Has the big balls. That's popular in wrestling right yeah, now. Balls. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> to step to me and face me. I did find it funny, Seth saying shit on Raw. Yeah. Because he put out the tweet. I can say shit? Yeah. Yeah. And, but he kind of like slid it in as if he... Was this on Raw or was this when he was in Edge's house? Because that segment looked like shit. <laughs> yeah. No, it was on Raw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Well, someone answers the call. Cue the si- the sirens, the Steiner sirens in the theme. I never noticed this. Did they add this? I think he's had the sirens before. Okay. I didn't notice. He had the whole like yeah. Steiner, like actual lights going around and right. everything. Out comes, you got it, Brick Breaker. Sorry. Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker. He comes out and, well, he's still doing what I said he was going to do and he's teasing us with the numbers promo because he says it doesn't matter if i was here four minutes four seconds four weeks four months i want to be champion he's just teasing us with the numbers Mm. references he says uh i i want that nxt title it's all i care about and that's what i'm here for champa says for you this is just a stepping stone this is something bigger and something much better than than anything else to me so in three weeks i accept you can fight me You'll go from intern to a PhD. Well, that's just not going to happen. So It's quite interesting here, Champa's words. He's basically saying, look, you want to win this, and then you want to go to the main roster, and you want to main event WrestleMania or whatever. That's not, like, for him, for Champa, the pinnacle of this industry is the NXT championship. That's kind of what he was saying here. And yeah. that, like, yeah, this is this is everything to me. And that, like, he is... NXT. Yeah. He's what I got from that. He is the old guard, like you said. Like, he is this guy, and he's making it seem like he cares about only this Only this. He doesn't have the ambition to go do anything else. (laughs) I'm interested in seeing this match, obviously. They've actually got me with this. I think both both are a pretty good promo. Bron Breaker's really impressed me with his promo so far. And in ring, he's been been impressive as well. And obviously, Champa is great. So I am interested in this. Yeah. I, I was talking to Sino earlier and he was saying that the, the name, it was Scott Steiner. That's blocking it. Okay. Apparently there right. is some, there is some tension of why he isn't using the name Steiner. Interesting. Which I'm like, dude, someone figure it out. Yeah. This name is so dumb. Yeah. He looked great. He looked like Scott here with the jacket and the leather jacket. And like, he looked badass in his like street gear, but Man, just call him Steiner. So good, please. I uh, guess his name is Bron. His like real name is Bronson Rex Steiner. Okay, like surname Rex Steiner. So I guess the breaker is like from the wreck. Right. Like that's how they yeah. come up with it. But it is a wreck. It is an odd name. Yeah. Um, Halloween Havoc, though. Do you see him winning? No. Okay. No. I don't want him to. I. It wouldn't surprise me though. If he did win. Wow. Yeah. That fast. Yeah. I, I think they want to put a lot behind this guy. Okay. And uh, yeah, I, I could see it happening. See, like the the old NXT, we'd get Champa retained and then the takeover coming up, he'd face Kyle or Pete. Yeah. That's what we do. But now we don't know if there's we don't know. takeover. We, we don't, don't know, know anything. We just, we just learned that there's this TV special, which is great. Halloween Havoc coming back. Mm. But yeah, I want, I just need the Brick Breaker, Braun Breaker to... Prove himself. Have a banger. Yeah. Have a great match. I am you don't looking need to, forward to this one. Yeah, you I don't need to win the match. You, no. you just have to have a great match. But 
Yeah, part of me doesn't. Part of me really doesn't want him to see it win this right away. Kind I don't. Of, I don't either. Yeah. I just. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Really? Mm. Yeah. It, it wouldn't surprise me either. Not like you thinking about it. Eh, yeah. Uh, but I hope they have a good match. And it seems serious. Uh, Champa shoulder checks him on the way out, yeah. kind of checking him there. But yeah. Well, we go to Joe Gacy. Here we go. A promo here. He says. My impact in NXT is so huge that it had social media platforms crashing. See what yeah, what there. a day that was. Yeah. October 4th, 2021. How long was it out for? It's like five hours. Five? Yeah, something Damn. like that. What did we do? What did you do? Work was very boring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had a Twitter chat go. I couldn't keep up with that. Twitter chat wasn't I, the I'm same. Not, Twitter chat is not Facebook Messenger. I know people have moved on from Facebook, but... Messenger's good. Yeah, I don't use Facebook for much else other than the Messenger. Mm. So that is... I like Instagram, though. Join the Up Next Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> I use that. Yeah. I use that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a, was a dark day. Apparently Zuckerberg lost $7 billion. <laughs> Ah, He's probably got like seven more. Yeah. Probably all right. That's a, that's a bad day. Can he still office. buy his t-shirts? What's that? The shirts that he always wears. He oh, wears the he same. Wears same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as he can afford that, he's mm. fine. Yeah, it was... The, the world was free for five hours. Mm. And then when it came back, we we're like, oh, yeah, this is what it's like. Yeah. What happens when Instagram and Facebook like close up just randomly? Do like all these like influencers and people lose? Just die? Yeah. They just give up. <laughs> like imagine you were like working so hard on like your, your Facebook profile or like your Instagram, you know, like your feed. You can like upload in it. You can make collages of stuff yeah. if you're smart with it. Imagine you're working so hard and they're just like, yeah, see it. It's just dumb. Yeah, it's like OnlyFans pretending they were going to stop being OnlyFans. Yeah, this year's been wild. <laughs> it's not even over yet. Spooky season's just beginning. Spooky season's just starting, which is wild. Joe Gacy says he's the reason social media platforms crashed this week. He says this is a new era, an inclusive generation, and NXT won't crash. NXT 2.0 won't crash. He says... I will use the ring as our safe space. Tonight we gather in unity. Conflict can be resolved peacefully. And there can be two winners. Mm. He's got a match coming up a little bit later with Jiro. Yes. Wow. He seemed creepier here this week. Just the way it was shot. It was just a dark room. Um, Mm -hmm. He does have quite a creepy smile and eyes. But I was definitely getting more... Um, something a bit more sinister at play, maybe underneath. Right. Here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think this week the character kind of came together a bit more for me. Yeah, me too. As it will. Before that match, though, we see Indy Hartwell and her friend Persia. They're hanging about backstage. They're walking. Indy's got a match later, but uh, per- it sounded like the conversation they were talking about was Dexter Loomis's measurements mm. and. Purge said six? No, 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 no. Seven? No, no, no. Eight? Mm, nine? Oh. And then they see a room leaking with smoke. Is it MSK? They open the door to find out. And it's Mei Yang and Boa just chilling in this dark room with the vape smoke everywhere. That's metal in your lungs. I am all for hotboxing, but vape? Hot boxing before no. a match as well. No, definitely not. No, definitely no. Bad. Yeah, Boa was mad about it as well. He wasn't happy. 
Stop it. Close the door. Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing in there? <laughs> dark room. You ever walk into a dark room? David, you ever go to a party and you're like, huh, is this the bathroom? And you walk in, there's like six people in there. Lights off. There's lots of smoke. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they did here. Uh, Persia's like, whoa, that's freaky. And Indy, of course, has to get in the last line here being like, freaky. I've seen freakier. Yeah. Walks off. Dexter's a freak with a big old dick. BDE. Yeah. Nine. I don't know what they meant by his measurements, but nine. Nine. Damn, Dexter. Damn, that's some some spooky shit he's got going on. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Was he using magnums last week, though, with the rubbers on the uh, honeymoon? He's got to make sure. He had a lot of them, didn't he? (laughs) So he, what, ties them together? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it works like that. We go to our next match. It's all inclusive. Joe Gacy versus Jiro. Did I say all inclusive like a hotel resort? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Joe Gacy versus Jiro. So for those of you who don't watch NXT, let me paint the picture here. Joe Gacy is dressed in a black button-up shirt, collared shirt, black jeans, black pants, hair done nice. He looks like a nice, respectable waiter mm. at a nice place. Jiro is wearing his trunks, no shirt, and his yellow jacket blazered with his face all over it to yep. match. Yeah. So these exactly. guys are fighting, fighting each other. Yes. Pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sportsmanship to start things here. Well, actually, I think we got to talk about Joe Gacy's Titantron music. Yeah, you had like the peace sign. Yeah, the peace sign. It said uh, like inclusive Joe Gacy, yeah. like all this stuff about like safe space, everything. The music felt like... It's like some trippy Nirvana. What would you say? It's like some ripoff of it. It sounds like a real song that they've just like bought or made for this. But yeah, I'm gonna have to re-listen yeah. to this one. Already, I was laughing. I was dying yeah. when he was walking out here. With they're the- putting a lot into this guy. Yeah, for sure. They realized like this is money. Yeah, uh, this guy, this gimmick should be going on the main roster too. <laughs> this yeah. gimmick would get even more hype if it was on Fox. Yeah, 100. So right off the bat. There's a handshake, and Jiro accepts. Jiro then cartwheels, goes for some strikes, goes for an arm drag, but then arm drags him. There's a series of them. Jiro then hits a running Hurricane Rana. Gacy gets up and goes for the handshake again, and Jiro accepts. There's then a corner splash from Gacy. So we start to see he does do wrestling moves. Yeah. Like, he does moves. He also does the Bret Hart suplex, this Joe Gacy. The Drew McIntyre. Yeah, you got to lift up when you do it. Uh, Jiro comes back with a sort of drop-down backstabber to the, the head kind of thing. And then Jiro does his jacket punches. Yeah, he has his hands in his pockets and punches away with using the his jacket. Yeah. yeah. He then gets Gacy up top and hits this avalanche like flying head scissors, which look pretty cool. But as he runs the ropes, Gacy sends him flying and then runs at the ropes himself to do this like... What is it like? Almost like the a handspring into the hands, lariat. Yeah, handspring into a lariat. Reminded me of uh, Brody Lee or Hangman yep. kind of thing, but hits this clothesline, this lariat, turning Jiro, spinning here just inside out, and pins him just like that. Joe Gacy wins. Yeah, it, like interesting seeing him actually be dominant here because I think the last couple of times we've seen him wrestle, he was just. Grimes, like, destroyed him, didn't he? Yeah. So this was uh, Gacy getting a win. 
I think um, commentary actually did quite a good job here, like trying to get around the character because Beth was basically saying, look, this is wrestling. Why? It's kind of what I've always said. Why, why do these wrestlers always want to have fun? Um, it's wrestling. It shouldn't be a participation thing. <laughs> and she's going, he's talking buzzwords without really saying anything, which is kind of what my We've criticism was. It's like he's saying the words that, like using words like triggered, but not really... Right, making much of a deal with it. Uh, whereas Wade Barrett is like also going, why are people booing this guy? Nothing he's saying is wrong. And he's he's showing sportsmanship before the match. He shows sportsmanship after the match. He picks him up and helps him out. And you're waiting for, like I'm watching the match, waiting for the low blow, yeah. waiting for him to pick him up after and like destroy him. But no, he's he's practicing what he preaches right now. Right now. Mm. Yeah. After the match, he picks him up, he hugs him and goes, good job. We both won tonight. <laughs> and then he leaves. And Jiro's like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Uh, I love it. Whilst wearing a blazer with his face all over. Pro it. wrestling. Yeah. yeah. NXT 2.0 is dead. Mm. Watch this match. <laughs> uh, I, I liked it. I, I'm interested in this character. Yeah, we we joked a few weeks ago, like, oh, great. Another spin the wheel woke guy. But like... Let's see where this guy can go with it. Especially mm. if they got like this buzz behind it, they're gonna push it even more. Uh, I do think he's gotta push some boundaries, but I mean, it's still week by week right now. Yeah. So, but yeah, I I did love the music. It made me laugh so hard. I'm like, of course, this guy's got this like vibe and mm. song, rock song that's like peace, love, yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, but secretly, he's terrible. It's it's yeah. He's got he's got to be a piece of shit. <laughs> underneath all this lives for new years yeah <laughs> yeah all that shit well um i wrote down who well as he's walking <laughs> out uh there's this like fucking neo-nazi looking dude <laughs> um in the stands just staring at gacy right and like have a, has a bit of a stare off and commentary are like oh well i guess not everyone is happy with what um what Joe Gacy is talking or about. Or is this guy one of his gonna be one of his minions? Or is he gonna be a he's he was a big, scary looking dude. Dude, it's Parker Boudreaux. Oh, was that him? Yeah, he shaved his head. Oh, okay. Yeah, this guy's now going by Harland. Harland. Just Harland? Harland. Okay. Parker uh Boudreaux was this guy you've probably seen. I know he follows us on Up Next Twitter, which you all should too. Um He's just the comparisons to Brock Lesnar, obviously. Oh, yeah, clear. But maybe the haircut is to get away from that. I don't know. He looks very weird with the haircut like this. But uh, yeah, I didn't recognize him with the shaved head. But he, I mean, he looks scary and genuinely a scary looking dude. But definitely gave me like kind of like like old far right wing, you know, like vibes here. He's just yeah. I'm rewatching the clip now, and he's just like staring at him while this guy's. He doesn't like, look in like a crowd. nice guy. No, he looks terrifying. But yeah. Gacy smiles at him okay. and like praises him, like, "Oh, you're okay." So maybe he is gonna but be like. It's the same. Spe- he, Gacy likes everyone. True, but like, hey, maybe this is going into this thing. Like, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, because this big, giant, scary man is actually like the nicest guy. Maybe. And then they'll make him like what a dancer gimmick and <laughs> sweet tea or whatever else they do with big guys to give them funny gimmicks. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm interested in seeing that guy wrestle. Uh, Harland now mm. is what we're calling Parker. Um, and he genuinely looks like he would rip you in half. Yes. So interested to see if he does team with Joe. But it's clear they're putting a lot behind this act 
And uh, yeah, interesting uh, to see where it goes. Yeah. Well, we go from the giant, uh, what is it, American History X looking guy yes. to Cora Jade on a skateboard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a real tiny skateboard. <laughs> uh, I know they're popular right now. Those little ones. Yeah. Yeah. This video is weird. Um, she's got a match next. So they were like, here's this skater boy. I don't mind that they're doing this. It yeah. gives gives a little flair of who they are, their this character. Was... <laughs> but it's it's just instead of doing the match graphic like up next. Yeah. Uh, showing who it is. It's just like a bit of a flavor of their personality. She's the skater girl. This was like, you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> She's like happy, happy Darby. You got sad Darby. Darby around. She's dressed like an emo kid too. I don't know. No, but she's happy about it. I said this before. I find emo music pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, true. This was like hip hop music. Her music is like a punk song or something, but this video is like a hip hop song. Yeah. Should have been Skater Boy by Avril, but. It costs money. It does, yeah. Tell that to Tony. Khan? Want him to buy Skater Boy? For no Darby. Darby changes his name to, to Skater, skater Boy. Boy. Yeah, that is That'd a banger. That is a banger. Yeah. That is a banger, yeah. Uh, I prefer complicated. Complicated, yeah. It's a great song. No, I like um, "Damn Cold Night" or whatever. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Avril, man. Yeah. Avril, and she's from here. She is. Yeah, one of my first concerts. Saw her at Fairview Mall. Wow. Toronto. Yeah. She did a mall tour. Damn. That's how Canadian she was. Yeah. I'll play at your mall for free. That's what she did. Wow. That's good that's, for you. The world used to be like that. Yeah. Man. Let me tell you, Avril. Avril she, at the mall. She ran. She, let's go to the mall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just like that. Uh, yeah, the Cora Jade video. This one made me laugh. Like, really? I know she. I know she's probably like twenty years old, but it looks like this is a high school. Like, yeah, she is young. She <laughs> it's is, like what? Yeah. Well, if the skater boy video didn't piss me off or make me laugh, wait till you hear about this one. We see Duke Hudson <laughs> sitting at a poker table in a gold shiny vest. A waistcoat thing, whatever yeah. you call it, you Brits. I don't know if he's a, he's an Aussie, right? What yeah. would he call that? Probably a waistcoat too. Like a fucking <laughs> <laughs> gold something. Duke Hudson says that he is a professional poker player. Yeah, that's right. We go to the poker room, which is seems to be his what his talk show or something, and he says. Uh, all your money's welcome. It doesn't matter because I'm going to take it all anyways as some music plays. I got Fandango vibes. I got, uh, I don't even know. We, we had a conversation the other week about gimmicks we hadn't seen in wrestling. And yeah. we mentioned Chef and Magician. Right. And when this segment started and I saw the waistcoat and him shuffling cards, I thought we were getting our Magician. You gimmick. were about to lose it. I was, a, yeah. It's like someone's listening. They're Duke fucking Hudson, a magician. But no. uh, instead, he's a poker player. Um, why? No idea. Uh, I'm just waiting for him to kind of. Um, he's going to have a catchphrase about the odds, right? He's. It's going to be like, "May the odds ever be in your favor," or something like that. The odd, there's so much you can do with, yeah. with that. Like, oh, you know, spades, or it's called a spade, a spade. Uh, diamonds he could talk with the diamond mine yeah and like there's so many he got a royal flush yeah uh, what, are, what are things is there in poker i'm it's not a good gamble at, to take me on i'm not good at poker i can't play poker you gotta like i gotta relearn i yeah. played like once or twice and i'm not good we should do a poker night 
get mm-hmm. Duke. We talked about that. Maybe that they heard us talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> a poker player gimmick. Though. Yeah, I don't. I don't get what this is. Um, like, come on. Like we've got on on Impact um, Swingers Palace. They they play poker on that oh, every yeah? week. Yeah. Okay. So is he just going to be the Johnny Swinger of NXT? Well, he's like you're the... going to have Cameron Grimes lose all his money. Ooh, in a poker game. right, right, right. With Frankie Monet on their date, we'll have the APA there one week. <sighs> now you're now you're reaching, but yeah, okay. We should do. Isn't with that the... what they always do? Whenever yeah. it's like Legends Night, it's yeah. just. Uh, Ron Simmons playing poker backstage. Yeah, yeah. You could get anyone who was involved in the e, uh, WWE ECW poker night. They did that one time. That was a thing? Yeah, a strip poker night. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Just, why is this guy... I think Joe here? Gacy will have something to say about yeah, that. Yeah, you definitely would, yeah. Uh, I definitely don't understand why this... Like, really? Yeah, it's it's really... It's, it's occupations. Like, come on. I know that genuinely people love poker and there are people who... Maybe this guy literally loves poker. I, th- I honestly, I thought we were going to... Because we get all the, um, like, sports bet and poker yeah. stars and all yeah, those yeah. commercials with Neymar just yeah, advertising. Yeah. I thought there's one with GSP, isn't there? Yeah. I thought it was just one of them. <laughs> I thought it was the, yeah, I didn't think I it was, it was the break. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was part of the show. And then it's... We realized and then I Duke looked Hudson. at this guy like, wait a second, that guy's been wrestling, kind of. Yeah, so the gimmick is a poker player. Yeah. Royal Flush. Yes. Is that going to be his finish? <laughs> the Royal Flush. What would it be? Oh, it could be the big blind. If he's got like an elbow to the back of the head, it could be the big blind. Because maybe he plays other good. games too, like Blackjack. That's my, I like Blackjack. Monopoly. <laughs> it's not a card game. <laughs> I like Big Two. Okay, Similar to yeah. President or whatever, but Crazy Eights he yeah. could do. Shithead, that's a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This gimmick is that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know it's literally the first promo. And I do like Duke Hudson. I think he's a. I think he's someone who does have a, a personality yeah. and some charisma. It's a weird gimmick, but let, let's see where it goes. But. It better go so meta that like when he makes his main roster debut, he they're like, oh, sorry, he's late. Because then it cuts to like clips of him like in Vegas for one of the special... Because sh- you see this poker on TV. Mm. It's such a po- yeah. For some reason, poker's always on TV, and you see people oh, wearing yeah. their sunglasses and their caps indoors. Yeah. This is what he needs to go to. I don't want to see him wearing a gold. He's like he's the the dealer here. This guy. He's the croupier. This guy's dressed like the dealer. He's wearing a yeah. gold vest. True. Like he's and like he looks like he's wearing the tux. Like he's the one dealing. Whereas I need to see him be the guy who's like so, tricking people. Okay. Bluffing. We, we have uh, many saints in Newark. Coming out a couple right. of weeks before its release, we've got Tony D'Angelo. Right. We've got the James Bond film coming out this week, <laughs> and suddenly we've got a poker player, <laughs> Casino Royale. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, really weird. Really weird that they're going with a professional poker player mm. as the gimmick. We're still waiting on the chef and yeah. and the magician. He could turn into a magician. I hope so. But just really strange. It's not something. Not like like go to go to a casino and you think hmm that dealer really should be a wrestler. So is he going to do stuff because he's a heel, right? Duke yeah. Hudson is he going to do stuff where he like manipulate people and lie to them and then we'll just be like it's bluffing, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so bad. But it, I'll probably love it in three weeks. So. I love it already. I think I've talked myself into it. <laughs> I was gonna say what are other poker catchphrases that i want to like hit no hit me is like blackjack that's not yeah 
I mean, there's already the show all in, but you'd have all to go in. like, you'd have to yell all in before hitting your finisher, wouldn't you? Yeah. Get downstate involved. <laughs> be great. The Royal Flush definitely needs to be the, the finisher. Yeah, definitely. Wow. He can hang out with the, the, the eight, what is it? The spades? Who is the, he'll, 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 well, the diamond mine. He'll He's start good. a, he'll start a crew with the diamond mine. Shayna Baszler, Queen Shana, of Spades. Queen of Spades. He'll hang out with Tanahashi, the yeah. ace. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can do know. the figure four of a kind leg lock some sort of figure four of a kind leg lock yeah yeah he can hang out with some crazy eights toxic attraction yeah it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> it'll be great the poker player the character we all wanted in our wrestling mm. yeah i've talked myself into it too yeah <laughs> <laughs> i fold we go to cora jade the skater She's coming down to the ring. She's going up against Virginia Ferry. Uh, well, we thought that's what the match was going to be. But Frankie Monet attacks Virginia, beats her up ringside, hits the like the face crusher, the double chicken wing face buster. And it's, it's now Frankie Monet versus Cora Jade as Robert Stone is like yelling like, hey, she's going to take this spot. So the ref allows it. And that's what's happening. Um, Frankie beats down on Cora early on. There's a series of strikes and then sets her up for the Meteora knees in the corner. Cora's boyfriend, Trey Baxter, he comes out. He's like in her corner. Not dressed as a superhero. No, he wasn't. He was here to save the day, yeah. though, but uh, will he? Uh, he's in her corner. He's cheering her on. There's a knee in the corner from Cora when she comes back. Monet spears her, though, which looked pretty good. There's a near fall. Yeah, that spear looked... Yeah. She mauled her. Yeah. <laughs> she picks her up and goes for that... Chicken wing face buster, the implant buster, but Cora counters with a roll up and gets the win. Cora Jade pins Frankie as Cora and Trey kind of run up the, the entrance ramp here as Frankie is in shock. Robert Stone is in shock. Oh boy. But this feud doesn't seem like it's over. We might see a rematch, but Cora picking up the win. Yeah, big win. Something her boyfriend couldn't do. Uh, yeah, I th- th- is that going to play into it? Is Cora going to have a bit of a winning streak and Baxter a bit of a losing Keep streak? Keep losing, yeah. Maybe. So yeah. no superhero. No superhero yet. But the skater and the superhero. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, sure. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, no, it was it was a surprise. Cora Jade winning this. Um, but yeah, I, I assume it's going to lead into a bit of a story with Trey Baxter. They've they featured them quite a bit the last few weeks. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. <laughs> I, lo- I do like uh, like what is sorry. What is Will Smith and Jada Smith called entanglements? I yes. like entanglements in my wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always we always say, you know, if you watch like one of those Masawa Kawada matches or whatever, Masawa Kabashi and you go, yo. If you go into this thinking that one of them slept with the other's wife and that's why they want to kill each other, yeah. it makes the match way more interesting. Yeah, it, does. it really does. <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Same thing could go with Trey Baxter could be the one that turns heel and like in, in kayfabe, like cheats on her or something. And yeah. then it's like, well, it makes the storyline. I don't know. They're going for this like Degrassi teenage angsty thing. They're saying, you know, balls. They're doing dick jokes a lot more. They're definitely going for this product that it's like, yeah, but uh, are you – Is it's like Steve Buscemi. Hello, fellow kids. It's like, who's writing this, though? 
Because is it Bruce Pritchard or are actual young people writing this? Uh, I mean, I assume it's. Um, I doubt it's young people. Yeah, writing yeah. It. <laughs> the jokes are just not yeah. hitting. Like, I'm but also say- like, like we're not the target age. Sure, sure. Like we're both in our thirties now. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe a eighteen-year-old would fucking love. Are you this. like I love I dick know. jokes. I like smoking weed. I like watching skateboard stuff. Why is it, it's not? It's not. It's mm. like it's feeling. It's it's really watered down. Like everything is like. But, but it's I, like, I I kind of think that's always been the case with wrestling. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. They take something that's popular and yeah. try to think like poker playing, skateboarding. Mm. They're gonna make it these hot hot new things so popular. Yeah, uh, but no superhero for Trey Baxter. Not yet. Hmm. Uh, the Twitch chat's reminding us that AEW is doing the the poker thing, the ladder match, and they yes. got the Joker. Oh yeah, in it. so that could be something. It's gonna that, be Penta. Yeah, it better be. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking better be. <laughs> we go to MSK with Mackenzie Mitchell, and they got their tag team match later tonight, the Fatal Four Way. When they're interrupted by Grizzle Young veterans, kind of say you guys are basically shit tag team uh, champions. Yeah, he's like you keep. We're, they've never had their like one-on-one match. You yeah. keep avoiding us, and now, sure, you're putting the title on the line, but there's two other teams you can pin. Right. What about our match? So, MSK say you want that match. How about tonight, elimination rules? So, if a team's eliminated, it gets pinned or submitted, they have to leave the match, and the match continues. And that's when the other two teams kind of just show up and go, oh, why wait? And then everyone just starts fighting and brawling. Trick, trick, and... Uh, Carmelo Hayes, the two rough guys, barred guys, cowboys, Josh farmers. Briggs and Jensen. They look like farmers. Yeah. They look terrible. Uh, and all of them, everyone's fighting. So that's the match yep. later tonight. Uh, we go to Champa, who says, he's being interviewed here. He says, Breaker seems like a real strong guy. And that's why I'm, 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 I'm excited to fight him. I want that match. He stepped up. He's going to have that opportunity at the title when Champa is interrupted by Joe Gacy. That's uh. what he meant by all inclusive because mm. he's always here. He says, hmm, you said you want to face someone that has big balls. Well, that's awfully specific. Balls. That's toxic energy. <laughs> he says, the strength of your privilege from being champion is speaking here. You're coming from a place of privilege, Champa. Well, I speak for the struggling to be heard. And the people, they speak through me. And well, we would like to be included in an opportunity. Champa's a little taken aback here. Seems a little confused. And says, well, how about this? You versus me next week. And if you beat me, you can be added to the match to make it a triple threat title match at Halloween Havoc. And Gacy's happy about this and says, thank you for this and I'll see you next week. And Champa says, oh, but Joe, next week, that ring ain't going to be a safe space. Not for you. So, Dan. Uh, this is where, for me, the character has started to make a bit more sense. I think in the previous weeks, whenever he's talked, it's been a bit directionless because he's not targeting anyone. Uh, I quite liked the picking up on the bulls line and being like, hey, it's kind of offensive. It's not inclusive. Like, it's not inclusive. 
Um, I think that works. That's where this gimmick can, can really work. Yeah. And talked him way, his way into a championship opportunity. Yeah, I, f- I feel like he could get DQ'd and gets added to this, this match. It should I be think, a one-on-one. I think that's where <laughs> this whole NXT 2.0 thing is kind of interesting. Because you feel like they could do anything at this point. Welcome to NXT 2.0 where nothing matters. Nothing matters. <laughs> um, but no, I, I thought this worked with Champa here. And I like the won't be a safe space for you. Uh, yeah, the, this it's working for me. This character. The greatest gimmick of all time, Joe Gacy. In all Should pro wrestling. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, okay. Definitely. Second place. <laughs> the poker player. The Undertaker. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Joe then Gacy, the poker then the player. player. <laughs> then the garbage dude. Yeah, definitely. Those are the highest. Dude, group. the dumpster. Drozzy. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was going to say. When's he coming to NXT 2? Does he have a kid? <laughs> what about was Captain Kirshner? <laughs> <laughs> Someone at the bar last night was really on of us about Captain Kirshner. <laughs> Captain Kirshner as a wrestler. He was trying to school us on like, well, uh, you guys like who? You like these wrestlers? Corporal Kirshner. Corporal, yeah, Corporal Kirshner. He was like, he only watched WrestleMania 17 because he thought Corporal Kirshner would be in the gimmick battle. And I was like, really? That was the only reason that he watched WrestleMania he 17? He bought the pay-per-view for Corporal Kirshner. He's like, yeah, that's the reason why. Why else would I have watched it? I don't know. The Rock versus Stone Cold. <laughs> TLC 2. China. Ivory. Ivory. Yeah. Undertaker but Triple H, Corporal Corporal, Corporal Kirshner. Kirshner, possibly appearing in Did the he? gimmick battle royal. No, so this guy's money was wasted. Yeah, yeah, he wants his refund yeah. from WrestleMania 17. We won't tell this guy the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> we go to Cameron Grimes versus Pete Dunn. So earlier tonight, Grimes was looking for love, but instead. He's getting a fight here tonight with Pete. Both guys, Grimes and Dunn, are showing off their technical skill here, I thought. Especially Pete Dunn doing a lot of the classic, like, was like the Liger cruiserweight moves in the Mm. video games and stuff. These guys were going pretty fast. Grimes hits a running Rana and then tells him to kiss my grits. There's then a clothesline from Pete and then starts stomping on the elbow of of, uh, Cameron Grimes here. There's then strikes in the corner, but Grimes comes back with an enziguri. There's then a flying forearm. There's drop kicks in the corner. Grimes does the, like, Brian Danielson running drop kick in the corner pretty well. Looks vicious here. There's then a crossbody off the top. Um, Pete comes back with, like, knees to the arm, a German suplex, and then stomps on the hands of Pete, of, of Grimes, uh, again. I guess he heard, uh, Grimes earlier saying he was looking for love. So he's gonna hurt Grimes only true love at the moment. His hands ah. stomping on him. He's beating him up. There's an enziguri coming back from Grimes. Ridge gets in the way somehow. He's interfering. Grimes does hit his uh, cool backflip into the German thing. I love that move. He kind of slips it up here and still gets it, mm-hmm. but I, I love the fact that you backflip over someone and then German. do the move. Um, Ridge, though, gets involved. Kyle O'Reilly shows up. He starts beating up Ridge Holland. He, but then gets thrown into the commentary desk here, which looked great. And then Grimes with the distraction runs at Pete for the cave in, but Pete scouts it, locks in the bitter end, and Pete Dunn pins Cameron Grimes to the moon. Yeah, pretty fun match. I, I like both these guys. Um, 
I I hope we see. I mean, Pete seems to be on a a good path. I hope Grimes um, doesn't get too lost with the comedy thing as much as I think it's going to be fun watching him try and date. I do really like his wrestling, and I thought these two worked together pretty well. And the beat down outside was pretty pretty good. Like Ridge launched Kyle. Like Vic almost didn't get out of the way. Yeah, he didn't. He did. He threw him. Also, where was Vic's suit? It's like casual Tuesday for the commentary team tonight. They stopped wearing that. That's the fancy dress now. Has it not been since since the new? I mean, since after the wedding, I, just, I imagine. Okay, I just noticed it today. Well, I mean, it, the whole set looks like a Nickelodeon kids yeah. show, so why would they wear suits? Uh, during this match was another time I noticed they were kind of talking about the main roster a bit more. They were bringing up uh, Happy Corbin and how Grimes is very similar to him. But then Beth is like, no, Grimes uses his money for good and for he does good stuff, whereas Corbin is a bit of a dick. Um, but yeah, just it was it was noticeable this week because I don't really mm. find NXT kind of addresses the main roster too much, right? Uh, sometimes I guess they used to do the raw rebounds. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I like both of these guys. These guys are great wrestlers, and Pete should be like our champion essentially down the line. Like mm. he's the guy who should face Champa and potentially be the one to beat him. Going forward, they tease that Samoa Joe match. Don't think we're ever getting that because um, we're going forward with this like new direction of NXT. But Pete is also someone that you could just try to make him a guy on the main roster. And I think it would work. They were saying during this match that uh, they were addressing kind of like uproar online and stuff that people were going, what, Ridge Holland's moving up and Pete isn't. Um but they're saying about Pete feels he has unfinished business in NXT. So yeah, definitely, champion. yeah, he's definitely going to have. I assume the uh, the Champa match. Do you see maybe Kyle versus Pete at Halloween Havoc for number one contender? Again, we've seen them fight before, a few but times. they're still feuding, right? We've got the yeah, tag yeah. match coming up, and it still feels like it's Kyle and Pete who are going against each other. So maybe that at Halloween Havoc, and then Pete moves on to Champer after that. Yeah, yeah, potentially that. We still have, we don't have, uh, where's Thatcher? Is he injured? He might be injured, yeah. because yeah. he, he would make sense to face off with Ridge and, and stuff. But yeah, yeah uh, I don't want to see Pete leave just yet because, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's But gone. again, if you're changing NXT completely from what it was, then yeah, it would make sense. Why have your Kyle O'Reilly or Pete Dunn sticking around when you're just going to treat them, if you do treat them badly, which I hope they don't. Mm. Like Kyle should be given a run feud with pete down the line again for the main yeah. spot like there's things that they have could set in place where i'm scared they just give it to a braun breaker and it's like oh okay yeah what was the whole point of all this mm. like before so it's it's unfortunate because kyle o'reilly was like in the ho- hottest act of wrestling for the past few years and <laughs> fuck, what, what happened the, the cold feud went on too long i think yeah um it kind of it, I, I think i kind of feel that maybe needed the title that feud uh and then to get it onto kyle because it it did feel he kind of stepped back from the finn thing because mm-hmm. after those finn matches you thought maybe they'd He's do the a guy. third and he'd win it yeah. and he definitely took a bit of a knock i think um but yeah still obviously that that's the main title mix for me i think is still pete kyle champa yeah uh well during the break they show us after that von wagner came to the aid of Kyle O'Reilly again. He helped him again. Even though Kyle told him to F off, Vaughn was like, nah, bro, I got your back. 
we're going to be okay. So, uh, they, they are, they're, they're going to be okay. They're going to be, be friends. Right. Okay. We go to a promo. Born and raised in Chicago, Tony D'Angelo. It's showing some clips of the former promos he's already showed, and they say, up next, situation gets resolved, meaning he's in action. Um, they air a promo for Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at, sorry, is it Crown Jewel? Saudi Mania? Yes. And the, 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 uh, the, the call from Michael Cole. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns is going to be the biggest match in the history of WWE. Yep. <laughs> sure will be. Uh, we go to Hit Row. And it's one of their backstage kind of segments in their lab. And they say the fans are hyped. Everyone's hyped for Hit Row. Uh, Top Dollar says his name's Top Dollar, but we're not running, y'all. We run into the money. SmackDown chose us. Because everything we do, we do it good. We do it big. So act your wage is what they're telling Legato, saying, yeah, we're rich now. You mad even more. Like, sorry. But Swerve says you want a shot at this title. Well, then you might just get it. So I'll give you that shot. And this is next week, right? This is now next week. Is there any chance at all that Swerve takes the title to SmackDown? But it's called the NXT North American Championship. True. If it was called the WWE North American yeah. Championship, because the UK title used to be called WWE UK title. Well, cruiserweight title was WWE Cruiserweight. Yeah, they and changed that's that too. NXT. Yeah. So yeah, what do you do with this? Because it's called the NXT North American title. So, like, who's the Intercontinental Champion right now? It's the who? <laughs> the Intercontinental Champion? <laughs> yeah. What did I say? Intercontinental Tag Champion. I'm oh, like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> uh, Nakamura. Yeah, bring Nakamura back. Do Nakamura? a little switch. Yeah. Okay, with Boogaz. Yeah. The Boogs. The Boogs. Yeah. Um, I think I think Swerve shouldn't lose to Santos and still stick around for a little bit and then lose it to someone else. But Santos obviously is a, is a good pick too. Yeah. Because then, yeah, they can go do their, their thing on, on SmackDown. But uh, this match happening next week, the one-on-one we all wanted. Yes. Should um, be good. It should. We've yeah. seen these guys tie up a few times, yeah. but I think they're both in a, a better position place now than their original feud so i'm looking forward to this yeah uh this main events do you think in my eyes it should but i, I don't, think so yeah um someone in the chat nebec zanger sorry in the chat says carmelo hayes should cash in his contract afterwards and win the north american title from okay the winner of that match so maybe so have swerve win and then he cashes in yeah that's that could happen we go to is it Malik Blade going up against the debut? Are you ready? The real main event tonight. This is the in-ring debut of NXT's newest superstar, Tony D'Angelo. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. Yeah. The, the many saints of Chicago. <laughs> the docs. The D'Angelo family. Tony D'Angelo, his music hits. It's got the classic Godfather Italian like strings quartets in the beginning, yeah. and then turns and drops into this like hip hop beat. I thought it was a pretty good uh, theme song for him. Good He's selection. Italian, this guy. I don't, I don't know if you know. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because uh, he comes out wearing a velour tracksuit, a velour tracksuit, a jacket, a hat. Like, what do you like? A fedora. A, a fedora. Kind of Takes off the fedora, takes as, off... As he's taking off the jacket, I'm going, 
He's wearing a wife beater under that, isn't he? Of course he is. Yeah, <laughs> white tank top. Hey, oh, hey, nothing fugazi about Tony D'Angelo. He comes out, he, he's ready. I couldn't get over the, the pants. Yeah. They were really great, too. Uh, this match starts off. Malik Blade, we've seen him a few times. If you listen to Shot in the Dark or watch 205 Live and stuff like that, he's, he's, def, he's definitely around there. Um, he keeps flying around Tony here, and Tony gets a little frustrated and says, Oh, hey. Who's this guy, huh? He's just doing the classic Italian thing. I will say, there must have been a lot of Italians in the crowd here. They loved him. The crowd went wild for this match. <laughs> so, like, Tony chants throughout. Yeah. And, I don't know, there was a headlock in this match that seemed to go on forever. And right. the crowd just fucking loved Ate it. Ate it up. Um, yeah, we didn't mention he also has a ponytail. Oh, yeah. I, I the ponytail. The ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> There's a backbreaker from Tony, I almost said Mama Luke there, for a near fall. Blade comes back, though. He hits this drop kick and takes Tony out of the ring. He then hits this, like, jumping spin kick to gain some offense. Uh, Tony then asks for a break. He says, whoa, 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 give me a break. We're friends. We're pals. But then turns it on him, uses it as a distraction, starts beating down on Malik. He hits a belly-to-belly side slam and then picks him up for the Northern Light suplex, but he keeps it in a little bit of a locomotion, and then picks him back up with this fisherman spinning buster, or as we're calling it here, the sleeps with the fisherman's buster. Okay. <laughs> and Tony D'Angelo picks up his first win here in NXT. Ooh, where's a gabagool? Uh, yeah, I... Uh... I didn't find the match particularly exciting, to be honest. I did think, I, I think he's got potential to be good. I thought his, like, the finish looked really nice. And, um, but there was just too much of just headlocks posing yeah. and stuff for this. But it's the first time we've seen the character. The crowd clearly liked the character. Uh, I think could be pretty popular, but I, I do need to see a bit more wrestling wise. I mean, he's got the, what, the belly-to-bellies. He's cl- he clearly can he's do it. He's got a wrestling background, yeah, right? Yeah. So I, I think maybe for, like, the first week, it's just to show off the character in the ring. Right. Um, but interest to see what this guy can actually do as well. Yeah, I want to see him see what kind I want to see what kind of suplexes and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, we got a German suplex. We don't have an Italian suplex. So we need one of we those. We need one, yeah. Yeah, we need one of those. Uh, I want to see where this guy can go. Definitely, this guy's gimmick is a Tony Soprano ripoff. Italian, mm. literally straight, like just an Italian. That's that's He's it. Italian. Yeah, it's literally yeah. like yeah. this, like classic character we've seen forever. Yeah, in media, and well, here he, this guy's doing it, but his gimmick is well, I actually know how to wrestle. So mm. Italian Kurt Angle, we shall see. He did a belly to belly. He did do a few moves. So I'm like, all right, but you're right. There was a lot of like, oh, okay, just put a guy in a headlock for yeah. a little while there. All right, but like first match, whatever. Yep. Yeah. And the pants. Nice pants. They yeah. look comfy. They do. I want I want to get some track pants that match like that. Yeah. yeah and a wife beater and just rock it. I, w- I don't know about the fedora, though. No, I, I said before I can't wear hats. Yeah. It's my yeah. ears. I'll get a fedora. I'll rock okay. it. I'm not Italian, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll see more of Tony later tonight. We see Trick and Carmelo. And Melo bout it, bout it. And they got their match later tonight. And they say they're going to win the tag team titles. And Carmelo didn't even have to use his contract from the breakout tournament to get this match. So he still has the contract. That's why I have reason to believe he might be using it different ways. Because he's 
He's using it tonight. So you think it's going to be more like a money in the bank? Style? It could be. They never said it couldn't be. He could Cash just be in. like, "Hey, I want this match right now," and they'd be like, "Oh, uh, yeah, all right." Yeah. <laughs> There's no. I, I said it's NXT 2.0. There's no rules, and everything's made yeah. up. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's okay. We get Indy Hartwell with Persia, and Indy is going up against Mei Ying mm. with Boa. Um, I think it's Wade Barrett who goes, oh, well, she's recently married as Indy takes off her wedding ring to let Persia hold it for her. And, uh, well, why didn't they call her Indy Loomis is what what, uh, Wade says. And Beth says, oh, tell me you're a boomer without telling me you're a boomer. (laughs) As the crowd starts chanting Indy Loomis and Wade goes, yeah, but they're saying it. (laughs) And then it was just quiet for a second. (laughs) Uh, they agree with me. He then me. proceeded to talk about Dexter's dick. <sighs> yeah. Wouldn't you? <laughs> he said he, he was using a part of his anatomy so much it fell off and needed to be stitched back on. This is, this, he did say this on a wrestling yeah. show. This was said on a show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dexter's got some Frankenstein things going on. So yeah. the honeymoon was a little too... I mean, you saw how many condoms freaky, he had. freaky, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I like it. What haven't you... No, no, okay. but like, you know, uh, the whole new era of, of wrestling, like sex positive. Like, yeah. Yeah, let them do whatever they want. It was a honeymoon. Yeah. yeah. You know what happens. Yeah, exactly. Like, they use protection. Don't be shy about this. Yeah. They were safe. People have sex, guys. Yeah. yeah. Safe sex is great. Te- what is it? Safe sex is great sex. Better wear a latex because you don't want that latex saying that I'm latex. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Indy beats down on Mei Ying, and uh, Mei then locks her in the nerve hold. The choke. Yeah, the, like, claw thing. Yeah, it sucks. They're on the outside. Persia then pushes Indy out of the way to take the kick to the face from Mei Ying against the, the post here. Indy gets get, sorry gets Mei Ying back in the ring, hits the flying elbow to the back, and wins the match. Indy Hartwell beats Mei Ying. No vaping. No boa. Tian Sha's done. It's I think. over. Tian it, Sha is dead. Xia Li was the most interesting part. She was of the it. glue. The whole thing with Tian Sha was training her and getting her to become this killer, and it worked. She's on SmackDown now. She's gonna. She's gonna be SmackDown Women's Champion in no time. Oh man. Uh, pour one out, Xia Li. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm done with Tian Sha. Sorry, it, it, and now you're losing to Indy. Big, big win for for Indy, and it's it's cool that they're focusing. On her more, I, I like her, but yeah, I can't see, I can't see this Tian Shah act really going much further anymore. Yeah, now it's just it's completely fall apart. It's like they they had the thing with the storybook with the dragons and stuff. It made it seem something so different, and then totally just nah, just not going to do that anymore. No. Uh, and we'll just make them vape and, and stuff. Uh, this definitely is kind of like all right. Well, we could probably never see them again at this. At this point, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with. Um, is it Karen? Karen Q? I, we th- yeah, yeah. I, I'm not really familiar with her previous work, but I imagine she can do a lot more than this as well. Like it's it's one of the cases where the character is going to really hold back the actual wrestling. I think. Well, as someone in the chat says, well, the character of Mei Ying is actually over a thousand years old. They did tell us that, it's so true. that is why maybe she, she she didn't win the match. Or the fact she was hotboxing before the yeah. match could affect you. Yeah. Ask Rob Van Dam. He can tell you. Sometimes it's not the best. Nice. Get too, you get too lit, Mei Ying, you ain't winning your match. You're going to kick the wrong person. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Indy wins and Persia helps. I feel like 
Indies, like she's supposed because Mei Ying's supposed to be a heel, but was like kind of a baby face. I don't know. Everyone's kind of it's a little muddy, but yeah, because because we don't care about Tian Sha. Like yeah. that that's kind of what it says. It's like yeah, Indies the heel here, but who it doesn't really matter. But the way have kind of been in that sort of tweener yeah. role for a while now. Then they lost Austin. They lost Austin. Yeah, he's on. He's beating up Jeff Hardy. He's doing what Karen Cross can do. Yeah, what he on his wishes first he night, could do. Taking out Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Is he the linear NXT champ <laughs> in some universe? Is he Dominic's dad or something? Like yeah, probably. <laughs> we go to the Diamond Mine. It's a little video for them. Uh, we had a little Lash Legend. Oh, whoa. I'm sp- skipping yeah. over Lash Legend. How could I? Lash Legend is speaking to what it seems to me like her TV team. Yeah. Like the people who put together her show last week. She says... All Ellen's old employees. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah, they're now all Lash Legends. Yeah, 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 exactly. She's like, hey, uh, last week was a huge success, but next week Lash is going to spill some hot tea. And she's interrupted by Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. He says, hey, I saw your show last week. If you want eyeballs on your show, you better put Tony D'Angelo on as a guest. She says, uh, I'll think about it. So he's like, all right. And he walks off. And then she says to her friends and the crew, oh, Tony D'Angelo. I loved him in that new Sopranos movie. Ah, oh, it was just so good. Ah. And then says, lashing out was so hot. And then it just kind of fizzles out. Like, yeah. Lash legend. Lashing out. Tony D'Angelo. See, yeah. Tony D'Angelo on the show. Exciting. Exciting stuff. Um, we also had our second Urban Meyer reference of the night and our second reference to Instagram and Facebook going down. Yeah, she said that she was so hot that that's what caused it. Yeah. Two people yeah. both claiming. Like maybe, guys, like all, all compare and contrast your, your material because there was a lot of the same shit being used. Yeah, week. Urban Meyer, like still don't know who he is. He's a football <laughs> guy, but he th- likes dancing. Uh, yeah. And social media went down. Yeah. Damn. Uh, maybe Urban Meyer needed social media to go down today and he just yeah. stayed out of trouble. <laughs> I thought they said, oh, social media went down like Urban Meyer. I was like, wait, what happened in this video? (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't know it. You had to tell me. This is when I was like, all right, I need to fucking Google this. I don't know who this guy is. (laughs) Now I'm a professional. I can tell you everything. I can tell you the bar he was at. I can tell you the team he works for. Jaguars, Cougars, all the same. Yeah. It's fine. I think. I don't know. <laughs> They're making fun of it. Fuck. So Tony D'Angelo is going to be on Last Legends yeah. show. Big stuff. That's the like. That's the main it, event. That's Yeah. That's the it couple I want in NXT. Last Legend and Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. Like run it. Be the power couple here in NXT. Mm. This guy's like Italian mob boss who like wants to take over the docks. You know, Tony used to work at the docks. Mm-hmm. Lash has a TV show. They're the power couple. Power couple. They're going to run things inside I out. I think so. Yeah. Diamond Mine. Diamond Mine. They got a promo video here. Malcolm Bivens kind of explaining a little bit about everyone. Hachiman. They say he's a bit of a legend over in Japan. He's really good at making the best out of people and that he's here. He's going to try wearing a tracksuit. He's always just standing pretty. there wearing a tracksuit and all the pictures and videos they showed of him. It's like, oh, wow. He just really likes these. Not velour, though. No. We get uh, Ivy Nile. We show clips of her like hanging out with The Rock when what she was one of these like uh, gladiator 
things or whatever. It's just a beast. Cuts to Julius, Brutus, the Creed brothers. These guys, Division One athletes and just them like wrestling and throwing people around. And Malcolm kind of gets a line in here being like, don't tell anyone, but these guys are my favorite. <laughs> so he's a big fan. He then cuts to the main attraction, the centerpiece, the cruiserweight champion, Roderick Strong, who's done everything there is to do in this business. So Diamond Mine, looking a lot stronger. Yeah, finally kind of feels like it's on track. Um, when they started this whole thing and we had, what, Tyler Rust and Roderick Strong. Right. They, they were just saying it's a need-to-know basis and didn't really explain what this is. Like, this video here, they were tying things back to those original vignettes before we even knew what Diamond Mine was with, like, the, you know, the the training in the gym and the words, like, power, resistance, all that kind of stuff coming yeah. up. It seemed like it actually had been fully realized this week. What is Diamond Mine? It's this training camp for these wrestlers um, and... They look badass and they've all got more of a kind of like wrestling background. Like, uh, I, I like it. Yeah. I think it may, I think we needed this week. Yeah. Ago. We needed this like time ago to yeah. make everyone go, Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cause these guys should be the Creed brothers should be your tag team champions. Yeah. Th- this looks right though. Like, sorry, Tyler Rust, don't mean to kick you when you're down. American but, like, Rust. This, this feels so much better. This this group, I think Ivy Nile looks fantastic. She yeah. looks like a, a killer, like a killer. Yeah, um, this big, could this muscle. Yeah, this could go like <laughs> down the line. This could go far. I, I I'm really interested in the the Creed brothers or two guys. Yeah, here. they've been very entertaining. They they seen. seem like two guys you'll see in WWE yeah. for a while. They'll run some things. Sorry, there's two Brock Lesnar's. Yeah, essentially they're a Brock Lesnar tag they're, team. They're brothers. Oh, mm. okay. They'll be running shit in WWE, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, will they stick with Malcolm all the way through? We'll f- figure out, but he is a good talker. He's great. Yeah, he yeah I like his act now. Literally, this video should have been months, a uh, week or a month ago, and we yeah, all would have went, oh, so. wow, okay. This seems like it's a complete unit. Uh, the, the Diamond Prophecy will come through. The Diamond Prophecy. Yeah, all the titles, all the gold. Could do. Like, looking at them, yeah. Why yeah. not? We go to Raquel Gonzalez. The women's champ here in NXT, she comes out. She's being interviewed. She's asked about Mandy Rose. She cuts a promo. Mandy, you attacked me last week. That hair dye must be seeping into your brain. If you touch my title again, you won't be posing for 100,000 likes on the gram. You'll be posing for a body cast. What? Oh, She says... uh, Come on out here. Well, she doesn't say that, but Mandy does anyways. Out comes Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose. And she starts saying that they took her out last week. They're the new people here. They're taking over NXT. And the crowd keeps chanting, what? What? So in between one of them, she says, say what once again, because you all know I'm, what, the baddest, the the Uh, sexy as hell. She was like... She's like, say what if you think I'm the sexiest in NXT or whatever. And then they all went, what? What? They say, she says, Raquel, Raquel, you're coming off desperate. You're the champion. But your title reign is coming to an end. We are the threats here. We are taking over. Gigi says, you're in awe of us. Which doesn't really make sense. But Raquel replies with, what do you mean? Like how... I'm in awe of the six stitches I gave you last week. Ooh. Ooh. In her head, which looked pretty nasty. 
Um, Mandy says, clearly you're not just desperate, but you're jealous as well. And they say that we will hold all the gold. We will take you out. So really, it's going to be the toxic. They want all the gold as well. Yeah, the toxic prophecy. Yeah. Because they want the gold. They want the tag titles and the women's championship here. They all go to corner her, just like the Nexus. The shield. Yeah, yeah, the shield. But out come Zoe and Io for the save. And uh, yeah, these three fight off these three. I thought Toxic Attraction sounded way better than last week, um, which was a pretty horrible promo segment, I thought. Um, this was fine. I, I thought they sounded a lot better and setting up a, a six-woman tag to come. Do, do, do you assume, do you do a match for all the gold? All the power, all the gold. All the power, all the gold. Toxic Attraction for champions? Yeah, I don't know. Raquel, Raquel could keep it for a while and still... I'm surprised Raquel wasn't called up, that she is the champion mm. here. But um, Raquel could have a few more other feuds and, and lose it to someone else. Where's Dakota? I think she'll show up main roster still. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I don't think this feud is bad so far. I think they built up Mandy and Toxic Attraction pretty well. Um, I'm with you, though. I, I don't necessarily see the title changing. I think Raquel could um, <coughs> could have a couple more feuds. Ivy Nile. Ivy Nile yeah. beat Raquel. I want my EO rematch. Yeah. Where EO's not called up. No. So like what do we do? Yeah. I mean she's tag champion, but yeah. We go to Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. And uh Von's like, hey, he's doing more of this patronizing thing, I'm like, hey little Kyle, hey little guy. Hey little buddy, uh, hey uh, sport. <laughs> so I know you don't like me, but next week it's me and you versus Pete and Ridge Holland. So yeah, we're gonna get this tag match. And Kyle looks a little like <sighs> So he's icing himself. He's he's like, I guess I'll team with this guy. Keep saving me. Yeah. What else? This is the new love story of NXT. Von Wagner saving Kyle O'Reilly. really wants to be his friend. Yeah. Yo, I just want to help you. Sorry. <laughs> you keep getting beat up. You suck. You're, all your friends left you. Yeah. They're on the cool show. You need new friends. Sorry. Roddy's a champ. The yeah. other two are... Bobby's going to be a champ tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. We see Raquel, EO, and Zoe. And hey, EO, say the line. I, she needs to retire this. I don't like them. <laughs> Your friends? I don't like them. Why has she not got this on a shirt? They stink yet? and I don't like them. I don't them. like you. The shirt should literally be... I don't like I, you. Like, I like the EO. Like yeah. Her name is IO, right? So yeah. somehow you can gra- make the graphic IO, EO, don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They say uh, toxic attraction isn't the only team you got to worry about as Indy and Persia step in and say this. And they say... We want a shot at these titles. Zoe says, hey, don't you remember how we won them? We beat you. But it was with someone else. You say, oh, okay. So she was pregnant. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then EO looks at Persia and Indy and says, the only gold you'll be holding is in your hands and your ears and walks off. Yes. I don't think she likes them. No, she doesn't like anyone. Oh, right. Seems to like Zoe a bit more today. This is true. She did not say, I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> Her own friend. Yeah. I I don't like this. No. Um, I really don't. I, I don't mind the idea of the tag. Like, the match is fine. I just hate this character. 
it's so it, it falls flat for me every time that i don't like you yeah my friend don't like you we get match announcements it's that tag team match kyle and vaughn versus pete and ridge we also get santos versus swerve and more oh joe gacy versus champa as well but main event time you wouldn't think so because it was like 10.52 when this match was starting. Main event, Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Title Match. The champions, MSK, Nash Carter, and Wesley going up against the GYV, Zach Gibson and James Drake. Uh, I have Briggs and Jensen. Uh, Jensen. Chris Jensen, Jensen. Adam Jensen. Jensen Brooks. Brooks and Jensen. Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Brooks Jensen. They sound, BJJB. That sounds like a country music act. Yeah. Brooks Jensen? Brooks Jensen. They look like a country music act. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen country music acts? They got a lot of money behind them these days. They look professional. Like Florida Georgia Line look like They look like superstars. a country music act. Right, right, I'm not right. saying like a top country music act. <laughs> They look like the guys you, if you like, you don't like buying your, you know, your vegetables or your eggs, like from grocery stores. Maybe you're more organic, small town kind of gal or, or guy. You go down the side of the road. These two look like they would be selling you that. You eggs. know, Halloween's around the corner, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a very quick costume. Yeah. What, it's I'll like be Briggs. Someone just chopped off the arms of their plaid shirt and was like, I'm a Farmer. fucking, I fight. <laughs> <laughs> I like beer. <laughs> I like beer. I go to the bar. Honky tonk. Yeah. Something like that. Hey, cut your sleeves off as well. He likes to fight as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's another team because it's Carmelo Hayes and Trick. Trick, take the fool Williams. (laughs) (laughs) The crowd is hot for Carmelo, though. Yeah, they like Carmelo. Yeah, they were really hot. I mean, we all know uh, it's not Full Sail. What is this? PC, whatever crowd. This CWC. CWC. They hate MSK, so yep. they'll, they'll chant anyone <laughs> to go up against these guys. Uh, we get Hayes, who's who's in this match here. After Lee and, and uh, Zach Gibson were going at it back and forth, Hayes tags in with a flying clothesline for a near fall. Trick comes in. He gets a few strikes and kicks in. Hayes is back. He hits a pump kick and then another one. Briggs and Jensen do this double team shoulder block thing. Um, there's then Wes who hits this tope to the outside, which looked cool. MSK now. This was quite fun, actually. It was, yeah. um, Briggs, like, did all the work throughout, um, was it Mellow, I think? And then tagged in Wesley and was like, do your flip thing. And he's like, okay. So yeah. did the beautiful tope. Which looked pretty cool. We get uh, a break and they go to commercial break at 957 but we came back. We get Nash Carter and James Drake going back in it. There's a snap mirror into a PK into a standing star press for a near fall. And then hits a moonsault to both of Grizzled Young Vets to the outside, which looked awesome. There's then the ticket to Mayhem, but Briggs is secretly tagged in, so that pin doesn't get counted. There's then like a choke lift into a powerbomb thing. And, uh, well, I, sorry, I missed the elimination of... Uh, Trick and is Trick who Trick got eliminated by the blockbuster from MSK. MSK hitting their heart attack blockbuster, yeah. Um, and then Briggs and Jensen do this uh, double team choke slam, choke slam power, power bomb thing onto Zach Gibson, and well, they pin him. Yeah, Zach Gibson's, Gibson's eliminated out. from this, so that means it's Brooks and Jen- Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs against MSK. 
And uh, there's this boot and side Russian leg sweep to Lee for a near fall. They're hitting other double team slams. Like what, I don't remember what it's called when you both lift the guy. Bonsoir or something when you lift the guy up and you slam him down. They hit that as well. But in comes Lee who hits the snap Huracan Rana on Jensen and gets the pin out of nowhere. So MSK retain the NXT tag team titles. I held my breath. No offense to Brooks and Briggs, but like... Uh, I will say there is something about these matchups with some of these new guys where you you are worried. Uh, and I do I do like kind of wanting a certain team to win, you know, rather right. than indifference. Like I really didn't want Briggs and Jensen to win this thing. Um, I This didn't really do a whole lot for me. Um, I think it would have been maybe a more entertaining match without the eliminations. It could have been a bit more frantic and fun. Um, whereas the eliminations just kind of seemed a bit pedestrian. Grizzled Young Vets just being eliminated by these two. Um, yeah, I, I don't think this did a whole lot, really. No, I actually thought this was a, a pretty weak main event to end the show yeah, with. Yeah, it really uh, was. Actually. And I, I feel you've got enough talent. Like, I don't mind the idea of mixing in these newer guys because they've they've got to like if they're going to improve they're going to have to mix it up with these guys so i get the idea of these matches but you've got grizzled young vets you've got hayes who's been pretty impressive and msk there who i think should have been able to put on a a more entertaining match with these maybe slightly greener people um but it, i found it quite kind of boring to be honest yeah yeah i didn't i just had no interest in it i, mm. I much w- rather would have preferred msk grizzled young vets straight it's up, the yeah. match we've been ducked for so long i don't yeah. even care about it anymore yeah. to be honest no, but yeah. like yeah uh, after the match msk are standing tall and imperium attack from behind beat the hell out of them but briggs and jensen make the save as Imperium kind of they kind off. of hold back a little bit before going in. Uh, Brooks and Jensen were playing kind of heelish at times. Like at the end of the match, they were holding on to the titles for a while before giving it back to MSK. Um, and yeah, definitely delayed the save a little bit. Yeah, uh, and that's and that's NXT as they go off the air here. Uh, so Imperium are back. They're gonna gun for the titles. Good. They look like a million bucks. Yeah, they're jacked. They great. Yeah. Uh, this episode of NXT and every episode thus far of 2.0 has so much going on. Like mm. there's so many shorter matches instead of your like 15 minute, 20 minute main events. They're going so quick with these like almost squash matches. Like everything seems like it's five to 10 minutes long. If that two minutes or you're long, which is like eight, like it's like not going long at no. all. And everything is just, it feels like a lot of stuff. And all of it really doesn't matter. Like all of it just feels so like, like, okay, here's this. Okay, here's this. Throw it at the wall. Yeah. Try this out. I think it's going to take time because they are introducing a lot. And I would say, I I think I've kind of enjoyed each week a little bit more because I am getting a bit more familiar with the characters and take a Joe Gacy, seeing his character start to develop a bit more. Um, I I think it's going to, take a bit more time before we're we're more in a groove where this like kind of new roster this new cast feels a bit more cemented and we don't necessarily need to do the loads of quick short matches to make sure we remember who everyone is um 
because you don't need to see everyone every week. And I think AEW proves that pretty nicely that you don't see everyone wrestle every NXT week. And NXT's do done that before as well, yeah. for sure. But I think right now they want us to be as familiar with all these people as quick as possible. And rather a better tactic might be, hey, let's focus on, let's focus on Bron Breaker and, uh, Joe Gacy, let's say. Sure. Like these are the new two and we focus for a few weeks and then start feeding in one extra one per week. They're just dumping them all at once. But I will say I, I'm starting to get more into like, I think they're, mi- they're starting to mix it up a little better with some of your vets in there as well. Um, and I, I do think that you've still got, if you wanted to do a big show, like I think Halloween Havoc will be a good show. I, I think that I hope will be more like our specials we've seen before, which is more focused on the wrestling and we're going to get the longer matches. Hmm. I don't think that's going to necessarily be the pace of this one with just so much going on. Yeah. Uh, sorry. This show can't be two hours. This show needs to cut back. Hmm. There's no way this show needs to be two hours. It feels like it's four because there's it took us two hours to review everything that goes on and we're going quick. Yeah. Cause it's like every two minutes there's a squash match. There's a promo. There's another promo. Here's a vignette for this character. Here's a vignette for a character you don't know. Here's four people you don't know, but they're in a match. Here's four people in a main event match. Like, but that's what it, it's, de- it's developmental yeah, again. Like yeah. this is how it's got to be. Like they, they want to get these people in front of a, a camera to be ready for the main roster. That's the idea of so the show now. So they can all use the same jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like it feels like they're filming promo classes. They're filming yeah. testing stuff. This is literally a developmental show. So the cool show that they were working on for a while, mm-hmm. that gone. So there's definitely, <laughs> it definitely feels more main roster with the yeah. writing. Um, and yeah, just, I, I don't know. I'm still giving it, time uh i did i didn't hate this there are things i do hate about this but i do i do think there's a lot of good still in there um and i do think we are still gonna see some quality matches from nxt brick breaker and champa obviously i think i think that could be good yeah um i think whatever's going on with pete and kyle um will be good i think the tag division although i didn't like this match i think you've got enough there as you mentioned you've got Diamond Mine, like the the Creed lads now. Um, Creed lads. Imperium, Grizzled Young Vets, MSK. You've still got decent teams there who can put on the good stuff. Women's division is still pretty loaded, I think. Yeah. Um, no, highlights h- Highlights for me is how I love Joe Gacy now. Mm-hmm. They've definitely... that His theme song, his Titan Tron, was a highlight. Highlight for me was uh, the Brick Breaker, Braun Breaker, Champa stuff. That was a highlight. Highlight was Mandy Rose's outfit, and a highlight was uh, Tony D'Angelo. Like I feel like there's there's something there with this this guy. He's got this silly Italian gimmick, but they're gonna take that and evolve with it through years and and stuff. And I, hopefully that can become mm. some. They need a hot Italian superstar <laughs> in the Fed, and uh, like who's who's Italian going like in in main roster? They got no one main roster. And this guy's from Chicago. He's not even New York Italian, but it's okay. They accept you there too, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. Uh, There is some stuff I still shine through, but that's what I mean. Like, why is it two hours? I think, I think you need those two, like those two really solid matches though every week. And Grimes and Pete was good, but wasn't at that, quite at that level. And the the main event really didn't deliver. Yeah. Um, 
But I yeah, still didn't it, hate it this episode at all, but I'm just like it's still confusing me. I'm like, okay, you're really, you're really, you're gonna turn a lot of people who go, oh, I, this I, isn't. Yeah, but also there are a lot of people who are coming on to this sure, now, yeah, who yeah. like it, and uh, NXT was to a lot of people stale. So it is a a fresh coat of paint, and it is introducing a lot of new people. But that was also another complaint that. We weren't having the call-ups, that we were stuck with the same people for a long, long time. Um, I, I think it's just going to it's gonna take a bit of time before it maybe finds its groove a bit more. But uh, I don't necessarily hate the new talent they're bringing right, in. Right. I think there is a lot of potential there with some of these guys. I just want the poker player and the woke guy to be the faces, friends. faces <laughs> of wrestling. For sure. That's what we thought of NXT from Wednesday, sorry, Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. But we put up feedback threads, whether it's the Up Next group on Facebook, join, we'll let you in, or the uh, post wrestling forum, we post up there and we'll read your comments here. Like from a Mr. I'm going to read two here because someone wrote in, Christopher Costa wrote in, writes in, wrote in. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to be clearer when I post fe- uh, feedback on the Facebook group that it's it's feedback. We have a lot of conversations going on in this thing. But Corey writes in, shout out Corey Helfrick. He writes, I don't think I need to ask this, but did Io Shirai get you high tonight, Brady? I'm, I'm like, Io is my favorite. She's the goat. But like, yo. She didn't, know. She's not doing anything. No. She's just telling people she doesn't like them. And that's no way to... to you know run your life Mm. you gotta be more open-minded yeah Corey continues toxic attraction continues to fail in my eyes i have no idea what the promo was about from them tonight it felt disjointed at best but the fact that they got the what treatment and all of the lines came out like something you would hear in mean girls is awful tony d'angelo should be the na champion i hope he wins the title from santos or swerve soon he'll make them sleep with the fishes and uh, Christopher replies with, you right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Christopher. Thanks. Uh, we go to Dylan, who says, the crowd tonight sounded like they were on cocaine. <laughs> Not a bad thing, but they were loud as hell. They, But they were seemed all over the place with who they were rooting for. Um, it goes on. Didn't see some of it. So Gacy baiting handshakes into strikes. The veneer is starting to slip. Enjoying the gimmick a lot, to be honest. Psycho Gacy incoming. That creepy bastard in the stands Well, pl- will play into that. Love the double swerve of Monet replacing Jade's opponent, but then Jade still winning. Clever bit of booking there. Grimes versus Dunn was solid. The right man won, in my opinion. The crowd's ironic love of D'Angelo will lead to him being unironically over. Hopefully the gimmick becomes a bit less ridiculous as time goes on. Gigi and JC can't cut a promo. Keep the mic on Mandy until they improve. Shocked that Indy beat Mei Ying. Where does Tian Sha go from here? Nowhere. I think back to that smoky room they were in. Main event was good fun. I was scared MSK was going to lose to those extras from a country music video, but they (laughs) held on. Next week looks like good fun. Time to put the belt on Santos before Hit Row heads to Bluer Pastures. Bluer Pastures. Bluer. I like it. We go to David Darkheart who writes in. Uh, I've never seen David Darkheart write in. Welcome. Yeah, I don't know if he's a first time, long time, but uh, he he writes in. Von Wagner reminds me of the caveman from the old Geico commercials. Yeah, I see it. Are we sure Briggs and Jensen aren't JBL's stepchildren? I feel like Ember Moon is treading water. I couldn't help agree with what Wade Barrett said on commentary about her. I also couldn't believe that 
the skinhead from the Gacy match is the same guy everyone was calling the new next big thing. The haircut and shaving your eyebrows can do crazy things. Did he shave his eyebrows too? Oh, maybe. That's he looked up. fucking creepy. He looks terrifying. What's the story then with Parker Boudreaux and, and, or Hard Hansen or whatever his name is? Is he gonna like attack Gacy with like, yeah, well, I know the real you. I knew you before. Like if brother Kane Undertaker. Like, or are we like, you think you're what, woke? What we could start seeing is Gacy doing what he did, like picking the guy up and, hugging them and thanking them, walking out, throwing the peace sign. And as he leaves, Harland comes in and just murders them. Harland. And (laughs) you don't know whether they're a thing or not. But it's like, yeah, this is a safe space. And then Harland just comes and rips the limbs off. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and that's all he writes in. Thank you, David. Uh, We go to JV, who says, if anyone can go anywhere for the next few weeks, I'd love them for give... I'd love for them to give the developmental brand a little main roster shine. It's still a show that needs to make ratings to survive. Make the audience know this is a roster that's going places. Uh, so what, you want to bring in main roster people to juice it up? Or is he saying kind of, I don't know, show off with... I, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Um, because we're losing people from the draft? Or maybe like having the likes of Swerve and stuff doing double duty for these few weeks, like Swerve and Ridge, uh, right. Are going to be both on, on the main roster and on NXT, maybe do a little bit more crossover. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and then there's a few other people just having conversations. Yeah. It's all conversations. There, there is one on the post wrestling forum. Someone writes in Adam from the street. He asks, is it undisputed that Adam Cole comes out with Bobby Fish when he goes for the TNT title? That'd be funny. I'd, I would like that. That'd be great. Yeah. But no, Sammy's got to retain anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's NXT. That's what you guys thought. That's what we thought. NXT 2.0 is a safe space. And so is up next. Yes. That's right. Yes. So many podcasts. So many ones on this free feed. We got BD Elite coming out tomorrow chatting all about AEW Dynamite. Can't wait for that two-year anniversary show. The eight-man tag with Danielson looks nutty. Can't wait for that. Uh, but, of course, listen to Shot in the Dark. Listen to Turning Heels, covering the show Heels. Hopefully that show doesn't get canceled so they can continue doing this podcast next year yeah. or whenever it comes back. Uh, Shot in the Dark, BD Elite. This show, we got the Tony Soprano. Sorry, not the Tony Soprano, but the Sopranos, Many Saints of Newark, Tony D'Angelo. That movie me and Sino did, that's on this free feed. And it's still the beginning of the month, so sign up, patreon.com slash up next. We've got a lot this month, as you mentioned earlier, best match ever, casket match. We have uh, Halloween Havoc 1996 mm-hmm. review uh, coming out. We've got uh, our annual Halloween review coming out on Ooh. this feed. Uh, the Exorcist we're going to be talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, it's only five bucks to access all these new shows that are coming out this month uh, that we put out week to week, we usually release two on the Patreon every week. But the five bucks North American tier gets you access to everything we've ever recorded on the Patreon, which means all the was next, all the retro NXTs, all the best match ever, that summer of punk show, all the stuff, everything. 350 shows. Plus, yeah. more than that. That's like two cents a show, depending. You can cherry pick for over two years of Patreon shows through there. And it's only $5. So go check us out. You won't regret it. And uh, thank you for listening. 
Thank you so much. Yeah. At Up Next Podcast, Twitter and Instagram for all the updates of everything that we're doing, including the Twitch streams and, and all that stuff. Spooky season is upon us. We might be doing some pop-up shows and some pop-up twitching and, and all sorts of stuff. So, uh, yeah. 2.0 is a safe space, and so are we. I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the D, And I am at Davey Portman. That is it. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And, uh, well, I, I didn't... Safe sex is great sex. <laughs> <laughs> Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.